0: Welcome to the 10th episode of the Create Stuff Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Saxon. I'm going to keep this one brief because I want to let you guys get right into it. And honestly, I'm kind of tired right now. Look, my sound quality changes in this one a lot because I recorded. Okay, so first I recorded with my broken microphone, which is now, well, broken. I already said that. Then I recorded with like my new microphone, which I'm using right now. Very, very nice. And then I recorded in my university's recording booth, like for podcasting and recording stuff, which is super nice, soundproofed room like treated and everything. So nice. So you will notice a great change in audio quality as it goes down I'm sorry about that. Um, it's gonna get, it's gonna go from good to bad. So the order should be Dropster, Melody, Kazoo, Wolfie the Witch. Timestamps are in the description. Uh, feel free to skip to any interview you'd like. However, I would recommend you listen to all of them if you can. Also, links to everybody's content is in the description. Seriously, go check these people out. And if you haven't seen any of these guys before, I would recommend you stop right now and go watch, like, one or two of their videos and then come back and listen to this. Because, seriously, all of their stuff is so good. Like, these are four of my favorite animators, like, ever, especially when it comes to the Dream SMP. And I am, like, I was, I'm so happy I got to talk to them, seriously. But, uh, I won't hold you here for any longer. Enjoy the podcast. See you guys at the end, where I'll actually announce, like, all the little things you should go check out like twitch.tv slash also subscribing and liking this video and like y- y- commenting on it and blah 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 blah, blah. bye bye also the music used in the beginning of this is hot tea in the morning by echoes remixes link is in the description it's a really good song Cosmo gave me permission to use it enjoy the video hello and welcome back to the 11th episode of the create stuff podcast it's been a bit since i recorded the other parts of this so you know, some time has passed. I don't think anything's really happened in that time. I am make it that different. But just so you know, I'm also in a completely different setup, as you've probably noticed by the noticeable increase in quality. But, um, yeah, I'm at my, like, my school's podcast recording thing in the library. So this is, like, really nice. And I'm also using this because my actual microphone just broke. However, also yesterday, a new one came in. But I'm still using this because it's a lot nicer. And also, I think my... A roommate would shoot me in the head if I recorded a podcast at 9 a.m. in the morning. But, uh, yeah, today I am joined by Dropster. Hello, Dropster. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello, hello. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so, uh, would you quickly just... Oh, how do I usually start (laughs) to... It's so long. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, Dropster, you're... Uh, unsurprisingly, as this whole pod as this whole episode is seen around it, you are a animator on YouTube who makes stuff mostly focused around the Dream SMP. But you also make original music, if I understand.
1: Uh yes, I try to, at least.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very, very cool. I love it. Um could you tell us a bit about some of the things you worked on, some of your animations and uh, tracks?
1: Uh yeah, sure. So uh... Like you said, um, I do make a lot of Dream SMP animatics, and I honestly think I'm most known for the Ramboo ones because I made quite a few Ramboo animatics. If you saw my channel,
0: I did indeed, um, yeah. It's not like your entire Dream SMP, like Ramboo <laughs> animatic pentology, you called it?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: That was That's quite like... a journey.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh legit. I made like so many, I didn't even realize. There's actually, like, <laughs> six of them, but one of them got copyrighted, so we didn't talk about that one.
0: <laughs> oh, that is a shame. The secret six episode. Oh,
1: nah, gosh. I mean, it's out on YouTube, but but it's just copyrighted, you know. It's just oh, YouTube okay, stuff. Oh, okay,
0: okay. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. YouTube sucks.
1: Uh, yeah, YouTube does suck. And I guess, um, I don't know, I right? It's like, uh... I guess when I started making Dream SMP animatics, like, I don't know. It was like, I got into the fandom actually, like, really late. Like, I legit got into the fandom around the time Ramboo joined, <laughs> which is why, like, I made so many Ramboo animatics. Because also, like, no one really made any at that time. It was kind of crazy. And, like, uh-huh. uh yeah, I've always been into, like, the really, like, horror-esque, like jump scare stuff you know
0: yeah i could definitely tell it in like your style and the stuff you chose to animate
1: Mm -hmm. like i just really like it when like animations are like kind of creepy and then something just kind of pops out of nowhere like really like limited colors but there's like spot colors here and there so it it looks kind of cool
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely <laughs> get what you're saying. I've definitely noticed that in your style. I like it a lot. I actually really like how you use color. Could you talk about that just a little bit more?
1: Uh, Well, usually what I do is I have, like, like before I start working on something, I kind of just, like, come up with, like, a random palette that I feel like matches the vibe I want to go with. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the Ramboo ones, um, I have this very consistent, like, kind of, Really, like, not that saturated blue as the background. And then I kind of just, like, use really bright, like, red and green when it comes to, like, just symbolic stuff. Like, you know, dreams, strings, whatever. Like, you know, Papa Master, yeah. Rambo's Mm -hmm. eyes. Just really important stuff. Like, I highlight it with really bright colors.
0: Yeah, okay. I can actually see that a bit in your animations. I like that a lot. It's super cool.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah, um, so one of like the more unique uh, the traits of your animations that I've noticed that I really wanted to bring up, um, it's like your transitions are really like different. Like you use a lot of,
1: I don't ah, yes, know what yes. the
0: correct term for it is, honestly, but you might know what I'm talking about.
1: Yes, I do know what you're talking about. So, uh, I think most uh, animators in the fandom. Um, don't focus a lot on, like, special effects and, like, the, like, post-editing, like, post, like, not the drawing part, but, like, the editing part of the actual, like, animatic. So I'm just, like, a sucker for, like, Adobe After Effects, basically, so I really like to abuse it. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. I could definitely tell. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, so honestly, it's kind of even hard to call my animatics animatics because, you know, like, That is it's really not how you do animatics. I just like playing with effects and transitions. So I spend (laughs) a lot of time on the after effects kind of thing. Well, it looks super cool. Yeah, like and I've also I feel like I've just accepted it as like I I don't know, part of my style at this point. Because it's like the one thing that makes me kind of different from the other animators. So like Yeah.
0: I think (laughs) it's an awesome style. It's really, really unique. Um I've noticed like a, a lot of what you use um it all makes it feel very cinematic i will say uh kind of like everything feels a lot like a music video
1: ah yes um that's probably because i get heavily inspired by those really like anime styled music videos Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that might be the reason like i guess i've always wanted to make one but it's also very time consuming so
0: i just just resolved to making animatics Fair enough, fair enough. Do you think you'd ever make mm-hmm. one in the future?
1: Uh, yeah, probably. If I can gather enough like people, get a team, work on it together.
0: That'd be super possible. cool to
1: see. But that would be sick, yeah. That's super neat.
0: Okay, so there's actually one part of your animation that I've noticed that's like, I haven't seen anyone else do. I don't know what it's called or how to explain it at all, but like, I think it's okay. Look, I might sound really dumb here, but I do not know like art terms and animatic terms, like animation Understandable. terms.
2: Understandable?
0: Mm-hmm. Is it like is it motion tweening? Is that the correct word? It's like, like when you make things move kind of <laughs> like
1: uh like like when when it's like a still thing but it kind of moves a little here and there.
0: Um I think you use it there too, but like oh, a good example is like uh in in your a- animation Call of the Egg, when the vines are growing, mm-hmm. uh, in one scene, like they kind of, they kind of move, but it's not like it's not like they're animated moving, or it's just like frames going, you know. It seems like there's like a uh, something a little bit something else there, you know.
1: Oh, like when the vines are growing, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Let me pull it up real quick and see.
1: Oh, wait. Is it like the paths that kind of seem oddly smooth?
0: Yes! Yes! That's it! That's exactly what I'm talking about!
1: (laughs) There's this basically, uh... I forgot what it's called as well, it's kind of awkward, but... There's this little (laughs) feature on After Effects that kind of lets you do that to your videos. But like, it doesn't always work out nicely so that I don't use it too much. But I I forgot what it's called, give me a second... (laughs) I don't think I can find it, I have no idea what it's called. It's, It's just a little feature. I found you... it one day and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is cool," you know. So I started abusing it like crazy.
0: If you actually think you could find it, I would really like to know what it's called. I think that'd be super interesting.
1: Okay, well, give me a second as I uh, <laughs> ask my friend Google.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, Call of the Egg uh, animatic right now, and you use it a lot there, and I think it really adds to the effect. Like even in some parts where it's like a little bit. It feels a little bit unsettling and unnatural. And like that just uh, the whole vibe is enhanced by that, I think,
1: yeah, because um basically, what it does is like, so like my my videos are twenty four Fps, but usually I animate on like very weird frame rates. like sometimes I do twelve, sometimes i I, I reduce the frame rate because I'm lazy. So what the feature Fair does enough. is it 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 like automatically adds the frame in between. So it makes it twenty four FPS? I but
0: see like, I see.
1: Yeah, it's kinda of like an AI thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, I totally forgot what it's called. Kind of awkward, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's not like I know any better. <laughs> I don't I don't expect you just have all these terms memorized. Um hmm? is it interlopation? No, interpolation. <laughs>
1: Yes, 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 yes. <laughs>
0: there we go. Called. That's it. That's it. We got it.
1: Yes, yes, we got it. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Thank you, noodle. Okay, jeez. <laughs> I don't know how much of that I can cut out. <laughs> okay. Oh my
2: god. Interpolation <clears throat> is
0: what it's called, audience. There you go. Yes, yes. We definitely knew that oh. right from the beginning. Haha. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, we knew that. I, I totally knew that. I, I use it so often. Of course I'll know it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all professionals testing.
0: here. We're all professionals here. It was just a test.
1: Yeah, very prof- yeah just a test. We were just testing you guys. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Comment down below if you guys knew that at home or if you didn't know it and you're a loser. Anyways,
2: <laughs>
0: okay, okay, oh, cool. All right, but yeah, interlopation. I would say like on a lot of other animations, I, I don't think it would work as well as you make it work because like it really just makes the like horror feeling so much like, so much better. Like the the, the look of the vines growing feels so like, mm-hmm. I almost want to describe it as a little bit uncanny in like a really good way. Mm-hmm. It does feel I bad. think
1: it's because uh, of the sudden change in frame rate. It's suddenly so much smoother than everything else and it makes it kind of like, oh, this is, this is moving weirdly, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it just feels off. I like that though, super cool.
1: Mm-hmm. I used it in other, a lot of other scenes as well, like in Confrontation. There's this part in the middle where Rambo blinks, and that it's like a really smooth scene. And yeah, I think it's, it's just really good in certain parts. But I try not to use it too much because sometimes it just looks kind of meh.
0: Right, right. I do think, like, after watching all of your animatics like before this, I can definitely see that your use of it, like, improves a lot as you went on. (laughs) Yeah, I started
1: using it more later on. I think the earlier ones don't really have it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. Mm -hmm. For the record, people watching this, the entire penthology of uh, the Ramboo animatic series will be in the description. I highly recommend you check it out. It is well worth your time. Incredible animation. (laughs) Okay, so we kind of already touched on it a little bit, but how would you describe your own style, as far as animation goes?
1: My own style? It's, it's very angsty. <laughs> it's just <laughs> very, very angsty. Um, I think I also uh, lean more on the, like, the Japanese anime art style more than other people.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that influence, especially like in your avatar that you have at the end of every episode.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Th- that is my character, but that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What is your favorite animation that you've done?
1: My favorite. Oh, I-, I definitely have a favorite. It's it's one of the earlier on ones actually, but it's still my favorite to this day. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about Tommy's exile arc. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I remember seeing this one. I like it a lot. Colors are super cool. I think the sun, like, in that, at the beginning, I love the pinks mm-hmm. and reds. And how the green clashes mm-hmm. with everything. Well, it doesn't really clash, yes, I should yes. say. But it definitely does, like, contrast, I suppose.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh I remember working on this one, actually. It was kind of crazy. I was working on it um, December last year. And mm-hmm. I was, like, working through like, Christmas and New Year's. Like, I was just grinding. It was, like so much work but i was like man this is good actually i was like super proud of it though so <laughs> it was, i yeah, was just really motivated awesome. and also i think tommy's exile arc was like my favorite like plot like storyline from the dream smp
0: mm-hmm. good choice i love the exile mm. arc.
1: it's just very i don't know it's very edgy honestly but it is very edgy i don't know but yeah way, it's, it's just well. like It portrays so much emotions, I don't know, like, that arc.
0: Agreed, agreed. So, would you Mm -hmm. say you're more... When you watch the Dream SMP, like, what parts of the Dream SMP do you like the most? Like, what side of it do you enjoy the most? Like, more of the antics or, like, the edgy lore? I guess you kind of already answered this question, but I'm asking anyways. Uh,
1: The Dream SMP, I I got into fandom through the really edgy lore. Like... Mm -hmm. Because uh, I basically have no sense of humor, but, like, we don't talk <laughs> about that. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, considering I, I I like Tommy's exile arc, and I also like Rambo's storyline, you know, I, I just like that side of the uh Dream SMP. But it's kind of sad because it's it's been a hot minute since there's been any of that, you know, on the server.
0: It really has. Which is yeah really unfortunate. I am still patiently awaiting so much stuff.
1: Ugh. It's yeah, it's it's kind of getting dry. A lot of I see a lot of animators are like slowly leaving the fandom because like honestly, like at this point, like it's like the fandom carrying this this whole like like fandom.
0: Yeah, I you get what I mean. No, I get exactly what you mean. Like the seri- the like the fandom is riding on top of the fans now, less less so than the creators, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate yeah. but like, you know. It's
1: really sad actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there's so much stuff that's been set up, but it's all moving so so slowly. And it's also hard yeah. to blame like the people involved like on the dream SMP cuz so much stuff has happened to them, you know, like even mm-hmm. in real life, but you know, it just it still hurts to be a fan of this SMP a little bit hmm but uh yeah i guess it's just how it is we'll see i know some people have come out and said like that they aren't interested in doing lore
2: mm-hmm.
0: like uh i think Tavo said something about that though i've only heard this like uh from like second hand so i don't know for sure
1: yeah i have this little lore discussion thing in my discord server and then mm-hmm. those guys kind of ping me every time there's like something something cool animatic worthy going on i'm like
0: oh nice nice Mm -hmm. Uh, actually that leads me to another question how do you come up with the ideals for your animatic like uh, how do you choose what you're going to do I suppose does it like start Uh... with uh, a music or um, a music does it like start with a song or uh, more like an event that you decide you want to animate
1: I think I will pick an event first and then I'll start picking like soundtracks or music that I think fits and then I'll okay. like cut the audio out, piece the actual like audio track, and then just work my way on like slowly through the animatic basically.
0: Okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool.
1: Mm-hmm, like I do a storyboard to the soundtrack, but I, I barely follow it, honestly. So like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough.
1: I kind of just yeet it, you know, just, just figure it out as I go.
0: Well, it comes out well enough. Obviously it's working in some way.
1: <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> So, <laughs> so then, like you know how I said I pick an event, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna animate this, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I try to reach out for a collab, cause mm-hmm. you know I always like collabing with like musicians and stuff, and right, I don't right, know, it's right, just right. really fun to work to like a song that someone's made. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why I've um, in the past I've reached out to like the River Cat and like Crow, and some other people yeah that's but super I just, cool
2: yeah i
0: really love mr bones it is so
2: good
1: yeah i love this song <laughs> it is such a good song it's actually really funny how that happened because i was on i was like basically me and crow just became twitter mutuals and then <laughs> i was just like man i want to collab with this guy so i was just like wink wink nudge nudge you know on, on on my t- twitter i was just like hey anyone want to collab and then and then he messaged me i was like just the person i was looking for <laughs> so
0: <laughs> nice nice mm-hmm. turned out well
1: yeah definitely
0: good stuff yeah that song is like that song goes hard on its own but the animation makes it so much better i love like the really fast transitions that happen so good
1: mm-hmm. thank you thank you glad yeah. you like it i really liked it too
0: yeah, it came out so well. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. I spent, like, way too long on that. Like, a ridiculous amount of time. Like, <laughs> unnecessarily. Because I kept procrastinating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Like, it's really hard not to procrastinate when YouTube is such a self-driven thing.
0: That's really true. It's like, yeah, that's one thing about YouTube that makes it really, really difficult. Especially if, like, it's not your job. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that um how do you feel about your like immense amount of success on youtube like one hundred and (laughs) thirty thousand subscribers
1: it's kind of crazy because honestly i've had this channel for a very long time but it only Mm -hmm. started blowing up after i started making dream smp's so i had like 20k subscribers before i got into dream smp Mm -hmm. and then i it just somehow happened i was like i what i what (laughs) this is Okay, this is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> it is pretty cool indeed, I agree.
1: Uh-huh. Like, I mean, I, I don't really know how to feel about it. I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. You can flex it to your friend and be like, hey, I got a play button, you know? <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> it is a pretty neat flex, I will say. I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what was it like, like, to see the... Your first Dream SMP video, like, slowly... Or well, Was it a slow rise or was it a sudden, like, leap in viewership?
1: It was definitely a leap. Like, it it's not as crazy as the views I got later on down the line, but, like, my first video for, for like, Dream SMP still got, like, way more views than my previous videos. Um, just because, like, pr- before Dream SMP, I was kind of just aimlessly wondering. I was just like, oh, I'll just make this and I'll post this. I'll maybe make that, you know.
0: That's but, cool, that's cool.
1: Mm, but yeah, it was definitely like a sudden increase. And I was like, this is this is actually like, people actually like this. So then I started like putting more effort into it.
0: Good stuff, yeah. You can definitely mm-hmm. tell that your popularity has only continued to rise. It's really neat. Do you plan to continue <laughs> doing uh, like animatics on YouTube for a while? Or do you have somewhere else you want to take your uh, animation and art in general?
1: Uh... Well, uh, so basically, I'm an animation student, right? Uh, I studied Mm -hmm. animation in university, and I kind of actually, I actually just like finished my course like three days ago, so like (laughs) that's a thing. But, uh, Uh you know, I actually do wanna like, I don't know, I want YouTube to be a long term thing. Like, I want it to be like, I don't know, I I just think like compared to working in like let's just say like other animation studios like you know like the bigger studios like pixar and stuff right, like compared right. to like compared to those like working for those like having a youtube is like you have your own work out there like people know you for your work you know whereas when you work for someone else you just kind of become like this name in their credit kind of thing like I-, really I kind true. of want to be known for my own work like an artist And not like an animator. I don't really know about what I'm saying, but.
0: No, no, that Uh, makes perfect sense. I I completely get what you're saying. It's a lot mm. more like, you're a lot more recognizable when you're making purely like your own stuff and working on it, you know, by yourself or like with other, like a very small amount of like people, like with collaborations and stuff, than when you're just Mm. like contributing one little piece to like a Disney movie that's gonna have like 200 animators in the credits. I completely get Mm. what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and, you, like, doing YouTube, you just have so much more, like, creative freedom, I guess. Like, you get to do what you, like, you want to do.
0: Like, that's really accurate. You can, yeah. like,
1: put your own ideas out there, and, you know, that. I, I guess I'm just kind of into that.
0: Yeah, no, that's completely fair. I completely get where you're coming from. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's really, really cool. Uh, do you want, like, YouTube to be a career for you?
1: You know, I mean, that would be pretty cool, right? But... <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems like something That's pretty hard to do, I guess
0: Well, I think most people would say It's pretty hard to get 130,000 subscribers Honestly I don't know, I think you're Fair well enough. on your way there already
1: Fair enough uh, I guess if I can like keep it up And just keep working on stuff And don't just procrastinate all the time I can <laughs> maybe make it work But that it would be pretty sick If it ends up working out
0: it would
2: be YouTube
1: pretty is something I really enjoy doing and yeah
2: yeah yeah all
0: right well good luck with that I really hope it works out for you
1: thank you thank you
0: do you have any plans for future animatics right now are you working on anything
1: I am actually I have uh, two projects I'm working on right now go on <laughs> Um, one of them is Dream SMP related um, the other one is another essay. I don't know if you've heard of, like, Last Life. It's like another Minecraft series on YouTube. I have with, heard of like,
0: it. I've never seen it, but I have heard of it.
1: Yeah, so it's like this really... It's not really roleplay, but, like, it's like a bunch of YouTubers coming together every week and recording at the same amount of... T- like, same time, and then they have, like, a certain amount of lives, and then, you know, whoever, like, survives at the end wins.
2: <laughs> and then...
1: Yeah, I just... um. I guess I just really enjoyed the series, and I, I just saw a lot of really animatic-worthy <laughs> scenes, and I was like, hmm, this will be pretty cool as an animatic. So, <laughs> I am working on something like that. Uh, uh-huh. Dream smp uh it's a collab with a friend of mine.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. my friend wrote this song that I want to animate. Just a really short one-minute thing, and it's... Um... Probably gonna be focused around like the prison arc, which is—I mean, it's still ongoing, but yeah, something to do with Dream and prison. I—I I just have to get creative with that because nothing's really happening. But I've got some cool ideas, so <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> That's awesome! I'm so excited to see that. How cool! Listen to that, viewers—a little bit, a little sneak peek into some some. Uh... <laughs> So some secret info on Dropster's next projects. How exciting!
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think we're about at the time where we can start wrapping this up. But I have one last thing to ask you. Do you have any mm-hmm. advice for other artists and like creative people out there in general? Uh, it can be specifically about like animation and art, or it can be like uh, just about creativity in general.
1: I guess find out what you're passionate about. And don't, like, don't make something just for, like, a trend or, like, just for, like, the sake of it being popular. Make something that you really enjoy. Um, And with mm. art-wise, uh, don't compare yourself to other people. Like, there's always going to be a learning curve no matter, like, like, who, like, no matter who's, like, drawing, right? Like, there's always going to be, like, a... Different in like skill levels because everyone started at different times. So I say just do your own thing, work on your own art style, and yeah, just be you. (coughs) All right, awesome, very
0: good advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super important.
1: (laughs) That was so corny. We don't talk about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's okay. It's okay. It's good advice. It's good (laughs) advice. It's important stuff to know. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Dropster. It was a pleasure to have you. If you guys want to check out Dropster's stuff, the link will be in the description, as well as everybody else who's been on this episode of the podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks guys. (laughs) I'm so awkward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on, Dropster. I will see you guys in the next episode. Next up on the Create Stuff podcast, special episode part two, maybe episode 10, maybe 11, somewhere around there, probably. Melody Animations. Hello. Hello. welcome, Melody. Hi. (laughs) okay well melody can you tell us real quick what you do
3: yes i run a youtube channel called melody animation where i post animations and stuff at least i try to
0: okay all right all right and can you maybe tell us a little bit about like uh some of your works like some of the things you've made that people might recognize
3: uh yes i've made many different animations for many different fandoms but mainly I do Dream SMP stuff for at the moment like uh, I animated this finale episode that was on November 16th and I animated one that was called Just Like You and I also animated other stuff from other fandoms like one for called Dollhouse Promised Neverland and other things like that.
0: Alright, alright. Can you tell me more about your creative process?
3: yes i can so when i started my channel my main goal was just to get better at art and mainly i would i was always like considered good at art from like in real life but it's always like you're good at art for your age you know but i wanted to be good at art in general with if someone didn't know who i was i decided oh i'll just start a channel and no one knows who i am so they'll have no prerequisite opinions. Um, But I mainly want to do it to get better, and to have more motivation to do it. So for most of my videos, I think, what's one thing I really want to improve on? And I choose that one thing. I'm like, okay, this, I will get better at this one thing, and I'll focus on that. So, for example, with the Just Like You animatic, I was like, I want to get my animation very smooth. Because before, like, it was okay, but it just... It didn't feel natural, you know, or it just didn't feel smooth enough. Because I didn't, I, my in-betweens weren't very good. So I was like, that's what I'm going to focus on. And that's why it's not in color like a lot of my other ones. I wasn't focusing on that. I was focusing on it being smooth. Or the finale animation, my main focus with it was getting it very long and focusing on the timing. So as you can see, that one was less smooth. But that one was fully colored and it was uh, lip-synced. So that one was a lot longer because that's what I was focusing on.
0: Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting.
3: I kind of, my first animation, I was like, my goal for this animation is I want to make an animation, and that's my goal. And then from (laughs) there, I just, and then from there, I just was like, okay. I looked back at my last video, I was like, okay, what did I not do well in this video? And now I'm going to try and do that better. And then I, the thing with animation a lot of the time is that, it takes forever and you just kind of have to set priorities for yourself because otherwise you'll just never get anything done so some things just have to fall to the wayside sometimes so giving one thing to focus on means i'm still improving but it's actually doable still
0: okay okay that's interesting that's a good way to get better i like that uh so what got you into doing the like uh, dream SMP specific animations
3: well i started Let's go back to the beginning. So I started animations because my sister started a YouTube channel, and I was like, she did animation too, and I wanted to, so I wanted to do that too because she was she was way better at me that, at animation, and she doesn't really talk to me as much. So I was like, well, I I can't learn from her, so I must I have to do it myself. So I started my channel with that goal, and then but after a while, I was like. I kind of just go for what inspires me so at the time thing that the way it happened was basically that Sadist posted the war animatic and I knew her before from Hollow Knight her Hollow Knight animations and I made Hollow Knight animation before too so when I saw that I was like I already watched some Minecraft YouTube because I liked Minecraft YouTube when I was a kid and now that I'm older I was like I kind of got back into it so I really knew some things I just hadn't watched the SMP yet because it was on Twitch and I had never used Twitch before so I didn't really know anything about it and that kind of inspired me to go check it out and then from that I met a lot of other people in the fandom which made me stick around longer and that's kind of how I got into making animations about it.
0: All right that's really cool that's really cool uh so how did it feel to have that like sudden Like, how does it feel when you suddenly blew up in popularity from your two, like, dream animations, Minecraft Manhunt, but it's animated, and the two sides of dream animation, which got 10 million views and 7.6 million views,
3: uh, respectively? Yeah, so, it's kind of funny, actually, the Minecraft Manhunt, but it's animated video actually blew up first, so. Really? It just kind of, like, vacuumed the views over, because some people, they would watch that video, and they would see the other one they recommended, so it kind of boosted it up alongside each other. originally the Two Sides Dream was doing well, but it hadn't act it was I it was doing better than my other videos, but it wasn't like completely out of the crazy yet. So when I made the Minecraft Manhunt but it's animated, like I said, I had like one goal with everyone. The Two Sides Dream animation I, for that one my goal is I'm gonna make one I'm gonna make an animation in one day because it was my last day before school Start started and I was like this is my last day I'm gonna make the most of it for most of the summer when I was making my other animations whenever I had free time I was watching dreams videos just like like give myself a break so I was like you know what this is my last day I'm gonna animate this and I'm gonna do it in one day and that's my goal and I did that and the result is um you know, we don't have to talk about that part, but the next <laughs> after that, school started, and then I was like, okay, my goal now should be I'm gonna, I wonder if I can actually make an animation while school's going on. Because before, I made animations during school, but it was like mostly during breaks, and then COVID happened, so then we had, we barely had any work, so then, and then summer happened. So all before that, before, I had a lot of free time, which I wasn't gonna have anymore. I was like, I wonder if I can still keep this up while school is going on. So I was like, okay, I have this long batch of audio from these videos I like, and I split them off into sections, and I'm like, okay. And I split them off into sections so I can, like, if I wasn't able to finish, I could just scrap over those sections and say, okay, this is still finished, you know?
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh, Okay.
3: So, and then that happened, and then I posted the video, and at first I thought, yeah, I, I don't know how well this is gonna do, I, I, you know, I made it during school, so it was like, it, it's, it's very that good, I didn't have a lot of time to work on it, so I just kind of posted it, I, I had a feeling it was gonna do at least a little, like, cause the last video did good, so I had a feeling it was gonna do at least somewhat well, you know that topic was kind of blowing up on YouTube and that's kind of just how it works but I remember I stepped away from my computer for like a few hours and then I came back and I checked the view count and I was like it only had like 30,000 views at the time that was a lot for me okay so I was like what how did this happen I went away for a few hours and I come back and it has this many. and I and I I went down to my living room and I just like walked around for a bit I was like hmm this is very strange, and I, I thought about. it. I was like, "Well, it's it's probably fine, probably." <laughs> and that was when it had the, that was when it had thirty thousand views. Now it has ten million. So at that point, it was just kind of incomprehensible. So I kind of just focused on making more at that point because I just didn't really know what to do anymore. It was very overwhelming at first, but then I kind of just it helps a little bit that. The topic isn't about me i'm just animating someone else's content so it takes the focus off of me a little bit so it feels a lot less overwhelming than it would if it was just me which helped a lot for me to rationalize it but yeah it was definitely overwhelming at first but now it's just kind of like yeah it's cool but i try not to focus on it
0: <laughs> okay okay interesting interesting so in that case how do you feel about the fact like how do you feel about the the amount of uh, subscribers you have now and, like, uh, your following?
2: Um, it's very
3: weird because I, I never really did anything on the internet before this. I was more like a ghost where I just see everything happening and i look at it and be like okay that's cool but i I would never comment on anything i i wouldn't even post anything i had like accounts but there was like no video for a while i didn't even subscribe to anyone i was that much of a ghost you know i was like my watch history and that's it i guess i didn't even like videos that back then it was crazy right i i didn't interact at all and then I interacted with people all the time, every day. People commenting in my comment section, I would comment back, and they'd be like, "I can't believe you respond." I'm like, "Yeah, I I mean, I I just felt like it. I don't know." So it's it's very interesting. It's really difficult to visualize that number, but it doesn't really mean anything to me. It's kind of like the thing where it's just like, like I said before, where I wanted people to like my art. Separately from who I am like they don't even know who I am and they still like it that that kind of feeling because they're not biased then basically so Mm -hmm. Well It definitely helps boost my ego like not ego just self-confidence Which helps a lot in art because you really have to put yourself out there a lot of the time because there's so many other people who are really good So it's important to have at least a little bit of self-confidence with that and it (laughs) definitely helping with real life and in real life too having that confidence from that so yeah, i would say that was the main benefit
2: okay all right
3: that's it yeah, like it was like a, yeah it was like a visual representation like a, a quantifiable uh value of my like of my work you know because art is very subjective so it's hard to say if something's really good or not but it definitely helps uh so like, yes, I am on the right path, I'm doing good.
0: okay, okay, that's interesting. that's interesting. It's a nice nice boost in self-confidence that's like so important to have for artists nowadays with all the competition there is everywhere. yeah, especially in this fandom, but uh well, uh, oh. I shouldn't necessarily say that there's a lot of competition, but there's also a ridiculous amount of support too.
3: Yeah, most people, I, I, people say this fandom is toxic, but I guarantee you that's literally just Twitter it, that's a Twitter thing, okay, that's not our fandom thing, that's a Twitter thing, okay <laughs> it everyone is, I've it met is, it always is. It is, it's always Twitter, so okay but everyone I've met the fandom has been super nice, We, I, if, you, if you look at my channel, I've done a lot of multi-animator projects before, and I joined a server with a bunch of other artists, and everyone there is super nice, even if you don't even know them, like, mm-hmm. it's it's a very great environment to like learn and improve. Like I always go to a bunch of artist friends I've had, here and I ask them, hey, can you help me with this thing? I don't, the colors are off, and I don't know why, or this some like for the Dream SMP finale an- animation, and the thumbnail originally looked very different and very bad. And I went to my friend who's, <laughs> I went to my friend. Her name is Al Maddie. She's very, she's very nice. She's very good. And she's, she's way better than me. But anyway, and I went to her and I was like, there's something wrong with this. And I just, I can't tell what it is. So then she, me and her like troubleshooted a little bit, and then eventually we found out what it was, and we fixed it. And now it looks—the thumbnail looks amazing. So everyone here is super supportive, which is nice.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, I could not agree more. Everybody is, everybody is like super supportive. Even uh, everybody I've had on this podcast related to the Dream SMP, and everybody I've had in general, of course, it has been like very, very nice. All people I've interacted with, like. It is it is surprising. Um I don't think any other fandom like that I've tried to get people from, you know, like creators from uh have like had people that are so nice to me about it even when they say no. They're like just so just so like common, and gentle, and be, like and they actually respond to me too, which is very nice. <laughs> you know?
3: So yeah, I think I think a lot of that is that I mean we're making animations about Minecraft roleplay, so you know, (laughs) we're not very judgmental people, I guess you could say.
0: (laughs) That's a a fair point. (laughs) That's a fair point. Though it also is, it also is, uh, I think this has had a good impact on cringe culture, honestly, because it feels like, I know, it's great. Yeah, like,
3: yeah, cringe culture is terrible. It's just another way of judging people who, they're just enjoying themselves without bringing harm to anyone else. So who cares, you know?
0: But yeah, I feel like, honestly, uh, with a fandom like this, it's just opened so many people up to get into, like, art and, and so many different types of art, too. Um, and just made it a lot easier for people to find a, an audience, and I don't think any of that can really be said to be cringy, if you ask me. So yeah, screw cringe yeah. culture. But, uh, you said- you said, uh, part of- you said, um, that you've actually participated in some multi- multi-artist, uh, projects?
3: multi-animator projects yeah Ah, okay
0: so that's what a map is i was actually gonna ask about that
3: yes that is what a map is um i don't do them too often because a lot of times they don't get finished and that's very annoying because then you put a lot of work into nothing i also don't do them very often because they are often very short which is nice because you get them done faster, but I usually l- prefer longer projects, but it's really nice for the collaboration. My favorite one was probably the Turn the Lights Off uh, multi-animator project that one of my friends, Taffy, Taffy Waves, mm-hmm. uh, she hosted it, and I met so many amazing artists in that one. A lot of them I still talk to this, to this day, so it's a great way to get to know more people and have more connections and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. That's really neat. So how do you like find out about stuff like that? Do you get invited to them or like are there auditions? What what's going on there?
3: Yes, it's it's like an audition process where someone posts a original video and they have like the song and they ha- they separate it into different parts and then you comment in the comment section like I want he- these parts and here's my uh, example of my work basically.
0: Okay, that's really cool. That's really cool. I love collaborative stuff like that. Super neat.
3: Yeah, I, it was actually kind of frightening the first time because on the turn the lights off map, what happened was I was like, can I have this part? But then the Taffy was like, oh, I really like your work, but we're, we have everyone's, I already have a part for everyone. So there's no room for you, but you can be a backup if you like in a back of it's like, if someone can't finish, then you take their spot basically. And mm. one person dropped out and I took their spot. So sorry. <laughs>
0: Awesome, awesome. No, that's good luck. That is some incredibly good luck.
3: That is very good luck.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything in specific you wanted to you want to talk about?
3: Um, I, I've noticed that you asked a bunch of people what are they working on in the future. I'd like to talk about that a lot because oh, okay. I've been working on like a very big project that I'm very excited about.
0: Okay, okay. Go on. Tell me more. I would love to hear this.
3: Yes, so it's a, and it's a, it's in a similar vein to my Dream S&P finale animation, where it's like mostly voice acting with accompaniment and music, and then I animate it. So it's like that, but longer and better animated. And it's, I've been working on it actually in between some of my other videos. So I've been working on it for the past. Say six or seven months. Mm-hmm. So I've been working it since the "Just Like You" animation was happening. I was I started it like directly after that, and I've been working on it for the past seven months. I've been making some stuff in between, so you don't just get no videos for seven months. But I've been working on it nonstop on that basically for like a long time. It's a very long video, which is why it takes me so long. And it's about twenty minutes long and I'm about eighty percent finished with it. Oh my god.
2: So it's gosh. gonna
3: be yeah, it's gonna be about I would say a few more weeks until I'm done. And it's also gonna take a lot longer to render and stuff like that. After effects kind of things. Okay. Editing things. But awesome. when I when I finish it, it's definitely my most ambitious animation yet.
0: That is super cool. Yeah, 20 minutes. That is insane for an animation. I cannot wait to see that. Are you, is it just you working on it or are there multiple people?
3: It's just me. Originally, it was basically like a Dream SMP animated series, basically, where it's like, originally I joined a team of people who were doing it, but I realized there was nothing wrong with this team. They're all super nice people, but I realized I had very little Creative freedom with it because I was working with a large group, which is just something that happens when you're doing that It's not yeah, like a map where everyone does their own part and they have full creative control over that part It has to be more succinct than that, you know, it has to be more fluid. It has to flow together So everyone has to use like the same art style and things It has to. you're not You only get to be the animator You can't be the writer director. You can't do everything yourself basically and I want so I joined that project and I realized man, I can't follow any of the ideas I had for this if I work with all these other people, even though they're really nice about it. So I decided to leave that and try to do it myself, which was, in hindsight, not the best idea. I feel like I'm just performing <laughs> the sunk cost fallacy in real time. Where I, the more I work it, I'm like, well, I can't give up now. I've done all this work already. I have to finish it now. But I've—it's taking a while. Let's just say that.
0: Uh-huh. I can imagine. Like, uh, are you, do you regret leaving that team and, like, going to work on your own thing?
3: I... Wouldn't say so, because they haven't released their first episode yet either, so I guess we'll just see who's first the punch, eh?
0: Oh gosh, alright, little rivalry going on here, how
3: exciting! No, no, no! no rivalry, no rivalry! I'll promote them, okay?
0: Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. sure. sure, sure, we'll, we'll see who wins also, the battle, okay? Alright.
3: There is one difference between us, is that they're using their own voice actors, and I'm still only using the stream clips. Which I like better because I feel like whenever, no offense to the voice actors, they're doing an incredible job. I've heard some of their stuff, it's really good. But I feel like it loses some of the charm in it, where it's like it's not performed live and it's not the original people. So you lose some of the essence in the characters.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I can see what you're saying. Okay, that's awesome. I cannot wait to see that. Do you, uh, so like it's just you working on this, right? Like nobody else is uh contributing to this at all?
3: Yeah, just me. If I do make more episodes, though, I'm gonna hire someone to do the backgrounds because I'm really bad at them and I hate, I am <laughs> so bad at backgrounds. You know how I said on every animation I choose one thing to work on? I've never chose the backgrounds as one of them and there's a reason for that.
0: <laughs> okay, alright, interesting, interesting. I cannot wait to see that, that's awesome. Uh, you, can you tell us any perhaps uh, secret details you haven't released yet about
3: this? I've posted some sneak peeks on my community tab. Mm-hmm. Just screenshots and by sneak peeks I mean a single sneak peek but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. How um, exciting. Oh, what events are you planning on focusing on in this one?
3: Yeah, so I skipped the disc uh the beginning of the disc saga because it's very clumsily stored it's, it's the voice clips aren't don't lend themselves well to animation because they're very discombobulated and they die a lot <laughs> constantly. And you only get three cannon lives, which they didn't really know at the time, but you can't really show that as well. So mm-hmm. I skipped that entire first part and I kind of just started when Wilbur joined and it goes all the way to LeManberg's independence. And a lot of that is informed by a lot. That my favorite thing about the Dream SMP is that. It's told through multiple perspectives, which is, I find, so amazing because depending on whose perspective you watch it, it completely changes your what, how you perceive the story. So for me, when I started watching the Dream s and the only people I knew beforehand were Dream and Wilbur, and Dream never streamed, so it was like, well, I guess I'm going with Wilbur. And then I watched his perspective all the way to November 16th, where he died, so it was like, well, I guess I gotta choose someone else now, so then I chose (laughs) Tommy, because their perspectives were usually intertwined enough, so I didn't have to catch up on anything, so then I watched his perspective all the way until Bulber got revived, and then I watched his perspective again, and I was like, I don't even recognize that anymore, but, you know, it's fine. So that, that, (laughs) my viewing experience very much informs my perception of the story, and will Inform this video a lot too.
0: Okay, okay, that's super cool. I cannot <laughs> wait to see it. That is like, that is a super neat, neat thing. Is it all going to be like uh, from Wilbur's perspective then?
3: No, some of it will be from Tommy's perspective. But that's I had to go back and watch some of the old streams, which was very, it was a very interesting experience because it's been like a year later. So, it was definitely mm-hmm. interesting going back that far.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, I can imagine. I don't think I've actually gone and watched any old streams, like, since, you know, they were, you know, back then. I haven't even thought about how much it must have changed.
3: Yeah, it's changed a bunch. Yeah. That the perspective thing again. I feel like you can see that in a lot of my other, other videos, too. So, like, in the Dream SMP finale one, when I watched the November 16 event, well, it was half, well, I watched it afterwards because I had a test in every class that day. So I watched it after it happened. <laughs> but when I watched it, I watched it first from Wilbur's perspective. So then I saw all the, the button room stuff. But I didn't actually find out about Techno Speech until like two th- days afterwards when someone made an animatic about it. So that kind of informs. Someone asked me, like, they are like, why did you decide to structure the video in this way? It, it doesn't feel right. And I'm like, oh, well, that's just this perspective I saw it in. Oh.
0: that's interesting actually i never thought of that that makes sense though yeah very cool i i'm very excited to see that that sounds incredibly cool
3: i I've, i I've, I've try i try i've been working on, i you understand i've been working on it for so long it's really annoying now though because i took some breaks in between like i took like a two week break once. Because I was just so tired working on the same thing. And I realize now, if I hadn't taken those breaks, I would have been finished by now. And I'm like, i it's a hard thing to balance, you know?
0: No, I totally get you. I get you.
3: Long projects like that are hard. but Actually, for a long time, I haven't been backing up my files, which was probably a really bad thing.
2: Oh, (laughs) yeah, jeez.
3: I can feel your pain (laughs) through the recording software. I have—I only backed it up like a week ago, and I already had minutes upon minutes and hours upon hours of work, like minutes upon minutes of footage and hours upon hours of work done. I hadn't backed it up, and I was like, you know, I should really do that because
2: I
0: am very. But now it's backed up. You know what? That's actually smart. I should start backing up my recordings.
3: Well, the thing is, once you post on YouTube, then you're kind of good. That's but... true.
2: That is true. At
3: least uh, save the final version, at least.
0: Right, definitely, definitely. Oh, so what is your plan for the future of your art, like, in general? Like, even past the uh, the big project you're working on right now? Like, are you going to keep making uh, YouTube stuff? Or do you want to make like a career out of this? Are you going to art school? What, what's, uh, what's, the, what's the plan?
3: Yes, so I plan to go to art school. I graduate and I'm probably going to be doing YouTube until then and then I pr- I'll probably stop then cuz I won't have enough time after that. I do plan on going to art school because that is the career I want. I want to probably I ho- I hope at least I will be able to I want to make cartoons one day. So I want to be like the director, the storyboarder probably.
2: I okay, plan. okay.
3: i i've actually gone to it i go to a different school now than i go to than i went to last year so i'm gonna have a lot more time to focus on my animations so i won't be going away anytime soon
0: awesome very exciting i'm happy to hear that if you okay well uh, how should i start this? do you think you could be able to make like money a living off of youtube with your animations on there
3: I would love to. The only problem with that is a lot of my videos, I ha- I am monetized, but the problem is a lot of my videos, they, got, they get copyright claimed because of the music. So I do make some money, but it's only off of like three videos out of all the videos I've made. So it's it oh, not I can't make a living off of it. The little min- The little money I do make, I usually reinvest into the channel, like recently. I've got a new drawing tablet, which hasn't actually been used in any of my videos yet, but it will be in the next one. So that's helped a lot, because I used to. There's something really strange about my process a lot of people don't do, is I used I used to draw on paper first, scan it into computer, line it up with the song, and then do the line art on top of it,
2: uh-huh.
0: which
3: was not very efficient.
2: No,
0: it doesn't sound like it.
3: No, because you have to waste a lot of time scanning it in, and it's a lot more difficult to edit it when it's on paper than when it's on the computer, because you can't uh, transform it or anything like that.
2: <laughs>
3: so, <clears throat> the animatics took a lot longer. <clears throat> but now with my new drawing tablet, because it actually has a screen on it and I don't have to, like, look up at my computer, it's a lot easier to use. And I, I spent that, I u- bought it with the money I made from my YouTube channel, so... Made the money back yet? But I will. Okay, so it's, <laughs> it's speeding up—it's speeding up the process a lot.
0: Okay, all right. That's really cool. That's really cool. What do you think about like YouTube as a platform, especially for animators?
3: I think YouTube is a great platform. It's—I hate social media. I'm probably like the only child who will say that, but. <laughs> I generally don't like using it. I don't have. I have a I have a Twitter, but I never use it. Don't know why anyone follows me, but <laughs> I don't know how anyone finds me. I don't have it linked anywhere cuz I I only use it to like look at art occasionally.
0: It was not easy. I it was left... not easy to find, but I did.
3: <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so, YouTube is my platform of choice. Uh, most of the time it's because because you have to record it. Upload it, edit all that stuff. People usually have to think out their thoughts a lot more, so it's a lot more refined. Really helps (laughs) instead of people making quick decisions. And the only thing I would really say is the comment section, but that can be heavily moderated if you want to. You you can just turn it off if you want to. It's not as big of a deal. It's definitely my okay. platform of choice. In terms of animation, it's a lot more difficult because YouTube prefers longer videos that are made very quickly. Mm. Which does not suit animation very well. However, no, I do not. think it's a. <laughs> not very well. However, I do think it's a very good uh, way of uh, getting some. Like putting your foot, foot in the door, I guess you could say. Uh, it's a lot easier to get your videos out there than it is on other platforms
2: Mhm. okay okay that's true that's true
3: for me i only took a few videos really I mean, at first i thought man this is going so slowly i can't believe it i'm not an instant hit you know but <laughs> relatively speaking it actually happened very fast for me so
0: yeah yeah i could tell that's awesome all right just to round things out here uh I'm gonna ask you the the last question I ask everybody on this podcast, um, every person I've had on. Do you have any advice for any creators or um uh, well artists and just creators in general who are who may be listening to this today? They can be about anything at all. Or well, really it's art naturally. Uh and when I say art I mean create, creation in general, not just animation. Though it can just be about animation. Wow, that was what a terrible way to ask that, but you get what <laughs> I mean.
3: I get you I get what you mean yes i would say i can only speak from my own experience so i don't really know if you're not in the same mindset as me it might not apply to you but i can only speak for myself so what you create is never going to look exactly how you imagined it to however that doesn't mean that other people won't like it and that doesn't mean you can't enjoy making it will always not always feel satisfied with your work. I look back on my old videos and I'm like, this is the worst thing. I can't even watch some of my old videos. Like, I've been talking about my Dream SP finale video, but. I, had to wa- I re-watched it in pre- preparation for this interview, and I, I had to take breaks every, like, a minute because I just couldn't watch it because I was, I was so embarrassed. I was <laughs> like, this is so terrible. I spelled Lemanberg wrong on the walls. I spelled in every single one of my videos that has Texan, I've at least spelled one word wrong. I'm so bad at spelling. I'm... <laughs> it, it's terrible, okay? It's never going to come out exactly how you want it to. But uh, th- that's okay. So I have an example of real life for <clears throat> for instance so there is this competition at my school for designing a bookmark and the first year I was like I really want to win this <clears throat> so I entered the competition. I spent hours on my work. And I was like, this is it. It looks so good. And it did look very good. I don't want to pat myself on the back. But it did look very good. <laughs> but you know what happened? And, and, I, and I told myself, if I don't win this competition, I'm going to stop drawing forever. Because it means this oh. much to me. <laughs> so then, I lost the competition. Obviously, I did not <laughs> stop drawing. <laughs> thank this goodness. this a few years ago. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. This is a few years ago. The next year, I was like, I'm going to enter this competition again. And I spent even long, I, I took the winning, comp- winning uh, bookmarks home with me. And I looked at them, I was like, what do these bookmarks have that I don't have? And I, no offense to the people who won, it didn't look very good. But I was like, okay, how can I improve <laughs> upon their design while still improving upon my design and still making it my own? The next year, I spent hours of my time making the best bookmark ever. I won by a landslide. It wasn't even close. I was like, yes, I've done it. Then the next year, I didn't really... Next year, I didn't even care about winning. I was like, Oh, I don't. I don't really care anymore. You know, I already did it. So then, in my passing period between two of my classes, on the day the submissions were due, I was like, the final day, the submissions were due. So it was like you could turn it in any time. I waited till the last day, and I was like, you know what? I guess I'll just do something random. And I spent like two minutes on it, and I turned it in, and I won again. This time without even trying. So.
2: (laughs) Oh my
0: gosh.
3: It's one failure doesn't shouldn't count you down basically Even if you're not good at something now or feel discouraged doesn't mean you should give up entirely the beauty of art is that there's no such thing as perfection it can always be improved and it's not always not every art is terrible so it's never going to be one way or the other every art has something something good in it and every art has something that can still be better all artists you look up to no matter how great their work are no matter how successful they are they've probably felt the same inadequacy inadequacy about their work at least once so it's all part of the art process and just don't get let it keep you down kind of thing
2: all
0: right wow what a story that is great (laughs) all right well thank you so much for coming oh sorry
3: has many twists and turns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does it does. You had to be on the edge of my seat the whole time. <laughs> All right well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was really great to have you. You have any last words for our for our, our guests, for our uh, our listeners?
3: No, I would just say thank you for having me. I, it was always been one of my dreams to be interviewed. I don't know why. I just really wanted to and then you uh, asked me and I was like, It was like the one time I ever checked my So I guess the moral of the story is Always check your DMs
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am happy you did I am happy you did I was just about to send out like another wave of invites I think I would have had too many uh, People (laughs) If I hadn't waited Alright, well thank you so much for coming on It was great to have you Yeah, thank you Alright, see you guys on the next one Welcome our next guest on the special ninth episode of the Create Stuff Podcast Kazoo Desart
4: Hello, I'm Kazuha
0: That's crazy! Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, Kazoo, could you just start by telling us real quickly like what you do?
4: Um, yeah. So I do more comedy-based animations for the, uh, you know, Dream SMP MCYT stuff.
0: Mhm. Okay. So you're the first guest on the po- on this uh special like thing, special part part of this uh of create stuff. That mm-hmm. actually focuses like on comedy instead of more serious stuff or like more music video type things, you know. So, yeah, uh, can you just tell me why you choose to focus on comedy instead of anything else?
4: Um, I think most of it, I I do like to, you know, like, do like more angsty drawings. I I have like unfinished animations of more angsty animations that I've been wanting to finish. Um, but I think really most of it is that like I think I just enjoy doing it more. Like, it's it's more of a simple process, and, like, you know, I I guess I feel more comfortable watching it with my family, because if I, if I, like, animate, like, you know, big, angsty stuff, I, I don't know, I guess for some reason I'd feel kind of weird showing that to my family, even though, like, I have no reason to, but, I don't know, I guess that is a factor.
2: hmm
0: mm-hmm. I think I see what you're saying <laughs> a little bit there. Okay, well, that's cool. So why the Dream SMP in specific?
4: Um, yeah, so... I think around like June of last year, uh, my little brother uh, showed me and my older brother uh, Dream's Manhunt video. And at first we were like, oh, just another Minecraft YouTuber. oh so cringe. But uh, we watched it and we're like, oh, this is really cool. So we got into Dream for a bit. Um, and then ar- around like uh, November, October, um, I started watching the Dream SMP streams because I watched saddest um, animations. I was like, ooh, I oh, I wanna do that. <laughs> that looks so cool. So I started watching the streams and I was like, I, I wanna start making animations for these. Mm-hmm. So um I did that Technoblade versus Dream Speed Paint first. I released that I think November 30th. Yeah. That was like the best drawing I'd ever done at that time. <laughs> and like that's like what got me going, like, oh I gotta I gotta keep doing this. So um the next one I made was the uh, actually i think the next ones i made were are like still unfinished but one of them was the you know let's do this trade techno animatic um that one and then the next one i did eric or no uh carl's a pink boy you know uh those ones they they did all right but then like the next one i did after that the mod video that one was like what blew up it was january 14th i remember that specifically and they, like mm-hmm. you know it blew up it got so many views instantly I like ran inside I was like oh guys look at like this video I'm getting so many subscribers and we like had a party <laughs> because we we're so excited about it but yeah that's basically what got me into it just like you know started watching the dream s and streams and deciding like oh I want to do something that Sadist does and I still haven't but I still want to
0: <laughs> okay okay that's cool so, uh, what did you be, what were you doing before you got into the Dream SMP as far as art goes?
4: Uh, let's see. I started working on, like, my own original, like, books and stories in September of 2017. So I think that's always been, like, my main base, like, what I've been wanting to do with animation.
0: hmm When you say, like, your own books, what do you mean?
4: Uh, so, like, just, like, writing, like, novels, like, I think I had about nine stories with like over a hundred characters that like, you know, I connected the universes for. It's like very intricate and I do still want to like, you know, post more art about like my OCs and stuff. Cause I feel like it was very good.
0: Oh, okay. That's super cool. So you're a writer too then? I am. Yeah. Okay. Where, uh, what is your series called?
4: Uh, so the first one is called Dreamlocked. The second one is called Beyond Our World. Uh, I had one that I worked on with another friend called "Horns and Halos." Um, there's one called uh, "Imagine the End," I think. Yeah, <laughs> and then one of them I don't have a name for yet, and then the other one is called "Your Majesty." Okay. And then there's like a few that like I only had like basic concepts for.
0: Okay, gotcha. That's super cool. Is there a place that people can find these publicly, or are they like a private project?
4: Uh, it's mostly a private project right now. Uh, like I said, I have been wanting to, like, you know, do more for it, maybe make, like, small, short animations, because, you know, I I do I really like the concepts of them.
0: Okay, that's actually really cool. I had no idea. Hmm. Very interesting. So what got you What got you to start doing art as well as uh, writing?
4: Okay, so <laughs> back in 2015, when I was 11, I was... <laughs> So I had a huge Five Nights at Freddy's phase, and I would watch <laughs> animations for that. Um, one that like I really got into was Tony Cry Nights series, <laughs> and I was like, I I just I really enjoyed watching those, and I was like, I want I want to do stuff like this someday. And like I would watch speed paints. Um, I'd also watch gaming videos like Markiplier, and that was also something I wanted to do. I wanted to like have a channel where I did art, speed paints, um, animations. Uh, gaming Um, and I was was originally going to call it Rainbolt but you know that idea have has of course been scrapped (laughs) (laughs) but you know I still always have been wanting to do animations maybe gaming I don't know still like kind of deciding whether that would be like you know successful but yeah, I've definitely still been wanting to do animations. So that's that's what got me into it.
0: Okay, okay. That's super cool. So like, so you said the the Tommy and It funniest Minecraft mod animatic kind of that kind of blew up. So yeah. is that what sort of influenced your rise from then on?
4: Yeah. So I'd always, you know, I think I would have kept going if it didn't blow up, but that was definitely what like, you know, got me going like, oh, like I I'm like I'm getting really big really fast like this is great <laughs> like I did not expect this to happen so soon mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: okay that's cool so yeah I noticed also after that it's like every other video uh after a certain point was getting like mil is getting like millions of views for you
4: yeah I think like I have five videos with over a million views
0: yeah I think that's uh, I think that's uh I think that's right
4: cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah i was really surprised how many views the um tubbo touches the egg one got because like you know i i just made that one in like two days or something it was just like you know some audio i wanted to use and then it like turned out to be my most popular (laughs) and like i don't know what happened there but yeah it's probably the background i don't know (laughs)
0: 4.2 million views yeah that's insane yeah i think you just had good timing honestly
4: yeah probably
0: so which of your animatics are you like the most proud of or are you the most happy with?
4: Ooh, that's a good question. Um I am a big fan of the uh like the prime apple one. I like that one a lot. <laughs> um, but I think my favorite it might be Jay Schlatt wants to chug jug with you, but I don't know.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. I found also... your channel originally. Incredibly cursed.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay Schlatt turns into Tommy in it. That one is really funny, too. I really enjoyed <laughs> making it.
0: I love that one, too.
4: <laughs>
0: okay. Well, why are those your favorite, then? What, what about um, them made you enjoy them so much?
4: I think, you know, the comedic aspect, which I, I do enjoy having. Uh, I like Jay Schlatt. He's my favorite Dream SMP character. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm just the most proud of them for some reason.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask a little bit more about the comedy and your and uh, like your focus on comedy in your animations. How do you like? What do you do in your animation, such animatic that like animatics that add to the comedy? Do you think there are there like any any uh, techniques or anything like that?
4: Uh, I think just the facial expressions, really. I think like body language. Um... You know, I, I do that, like, classic, whenever a character is in, like, in a state of panic, they'll, like, roll around, like, do the worm. <laughs> I think um, people <laughs> do notice that that is something I like to do a lot.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, do you have any other, like, signature things like that, actually, that you would say are kind of part of your style?
4: Um, well, I mean, I have the trans bowl in the Rambu Bakes a Cake and the It's My Mac and Cheese one. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that people noticed those. I actually wasn't expecting anyone to, but
0: the trans so, bowl.
4: Yeah, um, so like at the end when George is like holding his bowl of mac and cheese and like uh the beginning when Ranboo is like like the large amounts of bowls, there's like um these two bowls uh they're like just trans patterned, you know, with like the trans flag and mm-hmm everyone in the comments is like oh i did i can't believe nobody noticed the the trans flag bowl but the, <laughs> that's like 90 percent of the comments uh, i just say uh, yeah bleh, i cannot speak today um <laughs> yeah that was just really okay, funny really.
0: okay nice nice um what about like your art style how would you describe your art style and how it differs from other people's
4: um i'm not sure i I've always had, like, kind of, well, not always, but, you know, recently I've been thinking, like, what, like, what does make my art cell unique? And I think, like, I do have a pretty consistent art cell with my animations. Um, I think just with my, like, still drawings, like on Twitter and all, I think I just kind of don't know what art cell to use for those. But I'd say with my art cell for my animations, it's, like, um, you know, pretty consistent. And I think the biggest, like, like signature thing for them Is just that the faces and stuff change so much mm-hmm. Like every scene They'll be like in a different Like configuration Pose, facial expression I like to make things very dynamic
0: Okay okay Then uh I also want to ask I've noticed, One thing I've actually noticed about your style that uh, differs from a lot of other people is that I like a lot is that your characters Like the outlines are never just Like solid black, they're always a color of some sort
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. that is something I like to do. I think it was inspired by um that dream versus technoblade status animation. Like I saw the purple lines, so I was like, "Ooh, those are good. And like when I did the let's do this trade techno, like I did the lines black and it just kind of looked a bit muddy, you know, like I was like, yeah, I could try I could try doing purple lines. that'd be that'd be a fun experiment. And I just really liked that. So I just kept
0: going, Awesome, yeah. I like it a lot. It makes everything like stand out a lot more from a lot of other uh animatics it just yeah it feels playful too to me which obviously fits your channel very well
4: yeah thank you yeah
0: so you mentioned earlier you you kind of want to take your channel somewhere else like you mentioned you want to start doing like gaming stuff and you also want to continue through writing well actually let me just ask you in general what is your plan for the future of your channel
4: um it's not like 100 percent clear to me but um i have you know I I mostly went into like my channel with the intention of like doing uh story videos like yeah you know, like the odd ones out jaden animations cuz like mm-hmm. you know obviously cuz they have you know tons of subscribers but also cuz you know I like telling stories about my life um but yeah I uh, I think my plan for for now I I do just kind of want to stick with like MCYT for like you know maybe Maybe just, like, as long as I have my channel and then just, like, have personal projects in there as well. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know. I might just do a whole bunch of things because, yeah, you know, I like variety.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. That's cool. That's
0: cool. Are you planning yeah. on, like, uh, making this sort of, like, your a career for you at any point if you could?
4: I do hope so. Um, yeah, I am kind of counting on it, but <laughs> I, I... I I do want to, you know, plan to be flexible about it. Like, if you know if the whole thing does flop, uh, I'll figure out something else. But I do hope that, like, it can at least be a good like career starter.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, then let me ask: Did you focus, uh, did you focus on the Dream SMP in part, like, uh, at all in part because you wanted to uh, ride like the popularity of it?
4: Um. Honestly, I don't think so. I think it was just because like it was such a big like obsession for me cuz you know <laughs> like I got into it and I was like oh I love this so much I want to like make content for it and then like I just happened to get popular and I was like oh okay I I'm I'm not mad
0: <laughs> Okay okay Cool Do you use any other platforms like uh for creative stuff?
4: Um I use like Twitter, Instagram, uh I think maybe more, I don't know, <laughs> but you know those are like my three main ones. I think I do consider YouTube like my my domain, my main channel, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I like to post on Twitter. That's where I post my art or drawings.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, I just noticed that you're in art freight, actually. Oh yeah, do you think you could tell me a little bit more about that? I remember watching a video on it a while back, but uh i think it's like super interesting i would love to hear what you what part you played in it
4: um yeah so i had heard about it like throughout last year and i was like okay i might as well join and see what it's all about i i never got like way too into it i wanted to like you know draw people's characters more but i at that time i was more busy with animations Mm -hmm. so i never got the chance to but I did um, post two of my characters on it. One was just me, and then the other was Rhyolite, a character that like I made for a and d campaign that I didn't end up using, but I still liked her design. So I used that, and it ended up getting me a bit of fan art. <laughs> uh-huh. Very cool. So, yeah.
0: Could you actually but, explain real quick, just for anybody who doesn't know, what Art Fight actually is?
4: Yeah, so, uh, you know, as far as I know, it's just, like, this thing where, you know, you post your characters, you like explain stuff about them, you have references for them on your page, and then people can uh attack you, which is just them drawing your character and then like your defense is like drawing their character or someone else's character. It's basically just like fan art for other people but like like a war and there's two sides. I think this year it was like cyberpunk and steampunk. I was on the steampunk team.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I don't okay. know which one won, but.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at yeah, it right it's... now. It looks like Team Steampunk actually won. Oh, cool. Yeah, congratulations.
4: Let's go, I won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, only like 100,000, it looks like, from the score. Jeez. Wow. That's really cool, though. So how did you, like, uh, If some, let's say someone listening here wanted to perhaps apply to Art Fight uh, next time it begins. Oh, looks like it actually doesn't begin until July 1st of next year. Uh, it's an annual <laughs> Okay, well, maybe that's a bit far off. But let's say someone is listening to this far, far into the future. How would they join?
4: Uh, so you just make an account. Uh, I think they just auto-assign you to a team. And, like, you know, yeah, if you just want to draw people's characters, have people draw yours. that Yeah, it's totally fun to join.
0: Okay, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, if you uh, chat... Or, not chat. There's no chat. Uh, (laughs) Listeners, if you want to check it out, I will include a link uh, in the description for that. I think Art art Fight is just such a cool project. I love stuff like that. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so could you actually take me through, like, your creative process?
4: Yeah, sure. Um, So, first thing I do, I'll, like, watch a stream or a VOD, whatever, and I'll be like, oh, that audio that just happened, you know, or this video itself, like, it's really funny. So, that like that could be something I could use for an animation. I'll I I use my iPad just like the screen recording feature. Uh, I just record the part, uh, I save it to my photos, save it to my files. Um, I upload the file to Flip a Clip, and then I just like sketch it out, Flip a Clip, and then I. Okay, so <laughs> I used to take screenshots of the frames and then upload them into Ibis to draw over them, but I found out recently that you can save flip-a-clip frames which was very (laughs) you know like all the years training in the academy wasted you know (laughs) Uh that was definitely fun to figure out that i could have been (laughs) using a much easier process but yeah i just upload them into ibis draw over them and then i uh, take them back to flip-a-clip um then i post it but yeah, I just take whatever audio I think is, like, funny or interesting. But yeah, that's pretty much my process.
2: Okay, okay, cool. Let me ask, is there anything
0: else, like, about your your art in general, or about, like, any uh, your animatics or, like, even a specific animatic that you want to talk about?
4: Ooh, okay. Well, I will say that I think the hardest animation I've done is the Ranboo bakes a Cake one. Cause that one like has a lot more movement and it's super long. Mm -hmm. So like that one was definitely the hardest to do. Um, I think the prime apple one, that one was also pretty hard.
0: Okay. I noticed you also have a mix of animations and animatics.
4: Yeah. I, I was never really sure what to like call them. So for usually just on my titles, I'm like, I'll just call this an animatic slash animation, because I don't know which one it identifies as. But <laughs> okay, Yeah, I guess there. animatic is just like when it moves more choppy, but you know, I just got to get those keywords in the title.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever will get, get the algorithm working, of course. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
4: Whatever gets the views. <laughs>
0: uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about related to your animatics?
4: um i guess apparently in april of this year uh tubbo reacted to the Jay schlatt wants to chug jug with you video and i didn't even know until like yeah i didn't even know until like i think a month ago or two but like (laughs) i was like why did no one tell me (laughs) it was like you know a really big deal to find out because you know usually tommy says like like oh animations are so cool i'll always leave a comment on them like okay where's my comment big man (laughs) because yeah i think the biggest comments like you know comments from biggest youtubers i've gotten uh on the j schlatt wants to chug jug with you video i got a comment from Yoho, which are like the people who made the remix um and i'd been watching them for like i i guess since i was 11 so that was like a really big deal to me
0: (laughs) that's awesome yeah nice All right, well, we still have a little bit of extra time, so I just want to ask a little bit more, some more fun stuff, maybe just about the Dream SMP in general. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, so you said your favorite character, Schlot. Why?
4: Um, I love villains in anything. <laughs> villains are always my favorite characters. Mhm. And Jay Schlot, he's like, you know, I, I, you know, I like crazy villains. So he just completely fit the algorithm of like favorite character material. <laughs> which is actually one of the reasons I started watching the Dream SMP. Because okay. I, I heard of Jay Schlatt and I was like, oh, he looks so cool. I want to get to this part. So I just keep asking my little brother, like, oh, when am I going to get to Jay Schlatt? And when I finally got <laughs> to it, I was like, oh, I got to the Jay Schlatt part. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Do you have any, like, Dream SMP head
2: cannons?
4: Ooh. Um, I, I, the first one I could think of right now... Um, I have a, like, a headcanon that Technoblade is, like, Technoblade and Wilbur are, like, twins, and Phil found them in the Nether or something. Uh Oh. I might have posted art for that. I think I might have just posted that in my Discord server. I don't know. But, yeah, I I do like that one. Uh, I feel like I have more, but I can't remember them right now.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. That's cool, that's cool.
4: Oh, one that I saw, just, like, a little one. I saw, like, a drawing of that on Twitter, um, is that there's this, like, this headcanon that, since Wilbur has, like, a streak of white hair, Ghostbur has, like, a streak of brown hair in his hair. And I, I really like that one, too. So if I ever Ooh. have to draw Ghostbur again, I'll give him a little streak of brown hair.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot, actually. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Then let me ask. Uh, okay, let's say you yourself were, like, today or tomorrow dream sm wow nice i'm starting that question over i just like messed up so many times in that (laughs) uh let's say tomorrow dream asked you to join if you wanted to join the dream smp what kind of well would you say yes and what kind of character would you play
4: oh i would definitely say yes that also was something i was hoping for (laughs) when i was you know like everyone hopes for it was something i hoped for when i started i was like oh man if i get invited to the dream smp i gotta get good at pvp and defeat Technoblade." (laughs) (laughs) um i think the kind of character i would make i'd probably mostly base it off of myself um you know i would like to play a villain if i wasn't an smp but you know, it it does depend on like the lore, whatever's going on. I, I would like to be in an SMP if I ever get the opportunity. But if I was in the Dream SMP, man, that'd be that would be awesome.
0: You've never been invited to an SMP before?
4: Um, no, I haven't.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll bring something up at the uh, like after the podcast is over because I don't want to say that on record. Okay. Um. Uh, okay, but yeah, that's cool. The so what like. If you were in the Dream SMP, what characters, like let's say you were there right from the beginning. Like, uh as a s maybe as a side character, what like groups would you have aligned yourself with?
4: Um probably Lemanberg.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And would your allegiance have ever changed or anything like that?
4: Um, I'd probably like Yeah, I'd I'd probably like be like once Lamanberg was like taken over by Jay I'd probably still like um you know, like, love Manberg and, like, want it to thrive, but I'd probably, like, uh go all spy mode, you know? Like, um... Like, pretend, like, oh, yeah, let's destroy Manberg, but, like, you know, kind of be a spy on the inside.
0: Okay, okay. Wait, so, like, a spy for, uh... A spy for... Pog... Pogtopia?
4: Um, either Pogtopia or, like, Schlap. Yeah, like, whatever side I'd end up on.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, you know, I just remembered, uh, so you're in The Man Break the Musical, right? I am, yeah. Okay, could you tell me more about what you do for that?
4: Yeah, so, um, I did storyboarding for scene six, scene seven, and the Loverboy reprise. Reprise? I don't know how to say that word. (laughs) Um, I, I, (laughs) I kind of, I was supposed to do lighting as well. And I think I did it on like two frames and I felt really bad about it because like, I just disappeared for like most of the part and like, and most of it was because I couldn't download the frames onto my iPad to work with them. Um, So I just like kind of <laughs> left without saying anything and I felt really bad about it. <laughs> and like, I wanted to say something, but yeah, you know, I had already been gone for so long that I was like, ah. <laughs> I'll say it later. And then I didn't, <laughs> but once um, it actually posted, I talked to one of the managers and we kind of got things worked out, so.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, but, that's awesome. So what parts yeah. did you work on?
4: Uh, yeah, so scene six, scene seven, and Loverboy reprise, reprise, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. I just did the storyboarding, which, um, before the storyboarding, I thought that like it would be cleaned up a bit later. So I just kind of did, like, more of a sketchy, like, simple art style. But that was, like, that just went into the line art. I was like, oh, I should have put a bit more detail into that. So some of the frames are a bit scuffed, which I blame myself. But I think I think it does still look awesome. And I'm really excited about how it turned out.
0: I think it still looks awesome, too. And I'm, like, so happy with how everything came out there. yeah. Um, you know one little thing about La Manberg the musical that a lot of people watching may have noticed, and also uh, you know if you if you go to my uh, my, my YouTube channel and you look at like uh, the mo- the re- most recent episode of Create Stuff, obviously, well actually no I shouldn't say that because I don't know when this is coming out. If you look at the first episode of Create Stuff Extras, you'll notice I did a reaction to La Manberg the musical with a bunch of people from the crew, and you should go check that out because you could totally hear what I'm about to say. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, you might have noticed. Yeah, go check it out. Yes, 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 yes. Um, you should... (laughs) um,
4: Endorsed by Kazoo Does (laughs) Art.
0: Let's go, let's go. Create Stuff Podcast has been endorsed by Kazoo Does Art. Oh my gosh, that's insane. (laughs) Um, if you... If you actually watch the the musical you'll notice that there are a lot of like people in the background with like varying designs and stuff like hybrids hybrids even not just like completely normal people uh those are actually mostly people from the crew i think they're all people from the crew uh unless they're like obviously a member of the dream smp that's like just hidden there or something um for story reasons i don't know if that even happens or not honestly but most of those are members of the crew and like they're sonas uh and i'm there too you can actually see me in one frame in like not one frame you can see me in a few frames in um in in uh doodles house
2: Were oh that's you... cool
0: yeah so one uh i think this is public information so someone i i hate to say i do not remember who it was but someone actually messaged everyone in the dream uh in the man Break the musical with this like google form that we would uh, that we were asked to fill out. It wasn't like required or anything, but essentially we would fill out what our sono was doing on on the Dream SMP. You know, like what where we were affiliated, what our like thing was, where we were for each like arc of uh, of the Dream SMP. Did you ever fill that out? Um, I didn't. You did. Well,
4: I sh- I probably should enunciate that, but I did not. Really. I don't. I I don't think I've ever heard of that actually.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe that was a well, when did you join actually?
4: Um I think I think last year. Not really sure. I think um the way I found it, um uh, one of my subscribers, I like went to their channel and they did like animatics too. I think it was Unused Spite and I uh saw one of their videos, it was like Lamanberg musical, yes we exist. And I was like, Oh that looks cool and it's like you can join this way, I'll join that. Okay, but cool, not cool. Not sure when that was, but it was a while ago for sure.
2: Okay, cool,
0: cool. Love Uncle Spite.
2: <laughs>
0: Let me actually find this uh this form and send it to you because you should fill it out because it's very cool. Here, you should definitely fill that out at some point. Oh, ignore the M's. That's from me hitting M to mute my mic.
2: <laughs> M. <laughs> <laughs>
0: To be, to be fair, that is something I would honestly send, but I would have put a space in between the M's and the, and the link. I'm not that much of a, that far back.
4: <laughs> I didn't even question it. I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Yeah, nice. Um, Alright, uh, then I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up with the last question. Uh, do you have any advice for other creators who might be watching this?
4: Um, Alright, so this, this might be long, but
0: <laughs> that is completely I'd say okay.
4: Yeah, I'd say, um, like, um, I I think that fame, you know, popularity, views, subscribers, I don't think that measures, like, talent or worth at all. Like, that's definitely not something that you should be like, I don't have subscribers, so therefore I'm bad at art. You know, like, that's a very unhealthy way to think. So I think decide when you start, like, what do I want to do with my channel? Like, do I want to grow big? Do I want to make money off of it? do I want to, uh, like, make this my job, my career? Mm-hmm. um, And just, like, kind of decide then. And, like, if it is something that you want to do as a hobby, and, you know, just, just, like, draw, just post your art, and don't worry about the views. I think that is the base, like, biggest thing to worry about with art. Just, like, don't worry about the views, because, you know, if you want views, know maybe you won't get them maybe you will but it it doesn't measure how good you are um and then like you know if you do want a lot of views um something that like i don't know like i think okay i'm gonna rephrase that (laughs) if um if you are making a channel to get views and make it your career um it is really hard but it just, like, the biggest thing does just, just depend on, like, if it's content that people will want to watch, you know? Which is, like, it's hard to, like, evaluate and, like, decide, like, like, is my art good enough, like, for millions of subscribers? And that's definitely a matter of opinion, which, you know, that's that's just why you shouldn't base your your skill off of how many subscribers you have. Because it's just, it's so subjective it's so relative so i don't know just like if you want to do it just work on it and keep working on it until you get it you know
0: mm-hmm. all right yeah and also another good tip is uh is to focus on like whatever is popular at the time you know follow the trends
4: oh, yeah for sure follow the trends yeah mm-hmm.
0: but only if you actually like them too Like, you know, don't force yourself to make Dream SMP art if you don't like the Dream SMP, because you will just be miserable your uh, entire career.
4: Exactly. Be happy with it, but follow the trends.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Kazoo. It was great to have you.
4: Yeah, no problem. It was really fun.
0: I'm happy to hear that. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome to the ninth episode of the Create Stuff Podcast, also known as a part two of the special episode that we did uh, on the eighth episode, where I interview five animatic creators, but you've already heard that in the intro that I recorded after I'm already done. Today, we are welcoming the first guest of this episode, Wolfie the Witch.
5: I'm, I'm holding myself back from, from saying drugs.
0: <laughs> Does it really like, count as holding yourself back if you say it anyways?
5: I'm not saying the names, okay? I don't know how. I don't know how the YouTube. Okay, that's I, okay. I want, no, no, no. I don't know how YouTube um <laughs> the checks work, but like I feel like you'll get demonetized if I start saying drug names. Wolfie,
0: I want you to look me in the eyes right now and tell me I'm making any money off of this podcast.
5: I'm looking at your profile picture right now. I'm looking at your TV head, and um, you could. <laughs> I
0: it's appreciate a, your a... faith in me, but it is misplaced.
5: It's okay. It's wait, <laughs> so your partner, right? Like partner no. program?
0: No, 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 no.
5: <laughs> well, My most, most popular
0: episode has 800 views.
5: Well, see, this 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 is the problem. You gotta get partnered.
0: <laughs> How do you get partnered, though? Don't you have to like get an invitation?
5: Um, you can apply.
0: Really? That's Maybe how- I ought
5: to do that. I probably could. I decided. My, my brother was like... My brother was disappointed in me because I wasn't monetizing my videos. And I was like, you can do that?
0: Oh, dude. You gotta monetize your videos. Come on, man. That's
5: yeah, perfect. I, I, I did. And then I was like... But like, I didn't even monetize it for the money. I just wanted the shiny pack.
2: <laughs> nice. Nice okay <laughs> well
0: welcome to the podcast this is a good way to start uh, off. <laughs> <laughs> um all right well wolfie the witch tell, okay i guess it's that's kind of obvious from the fact that you're on this episode but tell us what you do anyways
5: i draw um i i i, I won't say anime, but i do make some animatics Uh. but i mainly mostly like just draw uh Illustrate stuff like that uh, for the Dream mm-hmm. SMP. Okay, okay. Just the way I said it, it makes it sound like it sounds official. No, this is all fan art. This is all fan content. I am not an official artist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Man, imagine if the Dream SMP like people had official artists, though. That'd be so cool.
5: Will
0: they pay me? Will they pay me? I'm willing. Oh my gosh, that would yeah. be awesome. Official Dream SMP anime coming at one.
5: At this point, it's, pro- it's probably saddest. That counts as, like, official anime.
0: That's kind of true. That's kind of true. Okay, so I've noticed on your channel... I noticed that you do kind of a mix okay. of animatics and animation memes. So what's the difference between an animatic and an animation meme?
5: To be fair, it's not really animation. But it is, um, it's just going, on with the, going along with the animation meme name. It's basically where you get, like, a remixed part of the song. And it's sort of just like a looping, uh, we call it like it's just like a looping motion of like the same thing. I guess it looks usually, but okay. like it's definitely shorter and not this. Yeah, it's usually just repeated with like funky colors and stuff. I don't know how to explain it.
2: Okay, okay, I get you though.
0: Usually, there's also like a a certain like. Uh, a certain piece of music that somebody will
5: take, yeah, and, and like, like, it,
0: that's like what the meme is, you know, it's yeah. all it's just, things matched up to this music.
5: Yeah, you has like a sort of format to it, too. Mm-hmm.
0: And like every meme has a different kind of, like almost a template that people seem to, to copy off of,
5: yeah. almost, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah there's going to be like an original animation meme, and then um, other people sort of take that format, and then they just copy it with different characters or backgrounds or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people take their OCs or like apply it to different fandoms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Since you're the first guest on this episode, I actually should ask what is an animatic in your words?
5: <laughs> if there are any in this industry animators watching this, don't. I'm so sorry. Okay, so, um. It's like. Do you know a storyboard? hmm. So like it's like somewhere between a storyboard and an animation. It's sort of like a it it it's way rougher than an animation. It's not as fluid because uh because there's not as much frames included. It's on, it's it's supposed to get like the gist of the motion, but not like the fluidity of it. So um it's just sort of meant to convey like how the scene how the scene goes and like whatever important elements are in it without having to, like, in between or, like, um, you know, smoothly animate the whole thing.
0: Okay, okay. I see uh, what you're saying. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds, think, sounds yeah. right to me. I think that's what, uh, I think when I asked someone else on the podcast, I don't remember if it was Juice Rat or, like, if it was someone else. When I asked somebody else what an animatic is, so they said something very, very similar.
5: Especially okay. with okay.
0: storyboards okay. being, like, the main focus.
5: Okay,
0: I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not bullcrapping. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm honestly like just gonna get to something that I'm just like personally curious about when it comes to your animations. I've already interviewed yeah. a lot of animatic creators and animation create and anim animation animation a- animate. Go <sighs> get <it> there. <laughs> I'm working on it. A bunch of animators who. Like, obviously, I've talked to a lot of animators already, so, you know, we focused on a lot of different topics. I want to try and get to what's more unique about your art. So, oh, wait, hold on, this is important. What is your creative process when you're, like, you're making an animatic or an animation or a meme or anything?
5: My creative process. Okay, there's there's two. There's two ways. One, I find a song I really like, and I go yo, this would be really cool for an animatic. Or two, I'm sitting somewhere, just, just chilling, and I go, huh, I want to draw this character, but pretty.
2: <laughs> okay, okay.
5: Usually the second one ends up being like an animation meme, and the first one ends up being an animatic.
2: Okay. That, that's how
0: <laughs> Hmm. Speaking of drawing characters, but pretty. Okay. <laughs> Maybe this is kind of an obvious, obvious thing to point out, but I've noticed that you have like a a big focus on like on fashion and uh, and like clothing in your animations and animatics and especially memes. Um, and like I say this, and you have two animation memes that are literally called fashion and fa- fashion one and fashion two. Is that like? Am I correct in saying that you have some some focus on like fashion and clothes design for for the characters you draw? Uh oh.
5: I, I assign them to an extent where it's like easily identifiable who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly have two fashion memes just because a, a lot of people requested for a second one after I did the first one. Uh, okay. I don't pay too much attention to fashion because my, my knowledge of fashion like, it's limited to sweaters and t-shirts and I don't know much else except for what I see on Pinterest. So okay, I just okay. sort of think about it to like an extent where like, you know, it's it's, it's practical to the to the characters themselves. But other than that I don't really put that much attention to it.
0: Okay, okay. And although you say this, I will say all of like the, the the clothing designs, like the outfits that you have in your fashion animation memes and like also even like uh oh even in like Everybody Loves Me, all looks very, very nice. How did you come up with that then? How did you match everything up there?
5: Um, it's different for each character. Cause like, uh, for Technos, it's based off his um, his skin, like his Minecraft skin. He had the whole royalty getup, so I based my I based my design on the whole royal aesthetic thing. Um, with Fellsus, it's his his skin is literally a Bleach character, and I didn't want to copyright Bleach. So I, I took like the main elements of it, like the striped hat and the green palette, and I just sort of tried to design a cat, an outfit that could accommodate his wings.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay,
5: okay. It's like, I watched a lot of animated shows before. Okay, not a lot, but I watched some, and I guess I drew like some inspo from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Like what shows?
5: It's a lot like Studio Ghibli. And there's also a lot of like anime my brother used to watch, and I just joined him.
0: Okay, okay. So, who's your favorite character in the Dream SMP? I feel like this is kind of an ob- there's kind of an obvious answer to this question. However, I wanted to ask anyways. I'm
5: glad I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> okay, okay. See, I have like um, not reputation per se, but I am known for being a anarchist. <laughs>
2: No
0: way! I never would have guessed.
5: If you, yeah, I know, right? It's it's so it's it's such a shocking, a shocking you know piece of information. But if you go through my YouTube videos, it's like I used my my favorite character used to be Wilbur, and then it became Technoblade, and then it became Techno Filza. and while and, well, it's still both of them. Turns out I've 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 slowly consciously shifted over to
2: Filsa.
5: <laughs> and nice, nice. all my know this I didn't know this they, they roasted me for it <laughs> but it's Filza
0: no you made a good decision you made a good decision and your filsa design is like very very nice I'm a big fan
5: thank you he changed so much but I'm finally happy with this design so it's neat yeah,
0: he looks good in like every animation I've seen him in. Love his design. Yeah. Also, that, him in that suit? Oh gosh, I'm not, I'm not gay, but if I was... But, <laughs> I'm not gay yet, but if I watch this animation any more times...
2: <laughs> anyway. Oh, <my. laughs>
0: <laughs> this is just what research does to you, man.
5: Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I noticed that you've done a lot, of, uh, a lot of PMVs, too.
5: Oh, PMVs, yeah.
0: Yeah, because uh, could you explain to me what a PMV is?
5: What's the name for it? Uh, PMV is picture music video, I think. It's basically a fancy slideshow. It's it's like a PowerPoint presentation, but make it fancy and prettier. Um, okay, okay. I like illustration technically more than I do animation. Uh, PMV is sort of like a. It's like a compromise there. So I can sort of tell a story and still be able to, like, illustrate without having to do too much, like, movement or animation. Oh, okay, interesting.
2: So
0: why do you want to focus more on, why are you more interested in uh, illustration than animation?
5: Um, not very, it's not a very inspiring answer to say, I'm just lazy, I it?
0: I mean, honestly, like I'd understand, and you would not—you would be far from the first person to say it on the
2: podcast.
5: Yeah, it's it's like animation is cool. I like the concept of being able to recreate this entire scene with like movement and stuff. But also, that's like two hundred frames, and I don't want to draw that. Also, like um. Illustration makes sense, so I can start playing around with like colors and lighting and whatnot. And it it's it doesn't convey the same feeling, but like it conveys a feeling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I get you. I get you. So, out of your animatics or animations or videos in general, I suppose, which one are you like most proud of? I know it's kind of a hard question to answer. Most what? Like most proud of.
5: <laughs> okay. Um. I usually sure always say this. Um, it's a creature PMV. The creature PMV, I remember really liking that one. My friend showed me the song and was like Pilza. and I was like, holy fudge. And then I I sort of spent a while thumbnailing. Like that's the most I've ever prepared for one video.
2: Uh-huh.
5: Uh yeah, because I usually just sort of like improvise whatever whenever I draw. But for that one, I was like thumbnailing each frame. I had like not an outline, but like a sort of general flow of the whole video. I I drew like fifty something, fifty something illustrations in like one week. Disclaimer, that's not healthy. I think unless, unless <laughs> you you do that for fun, don't draw fifty something illustrations in one week. My hand suffered. <laughs> But I was happy.
0: I think you and Amber Rose would have something to talk about there.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but that's cool.
5: It's so- really funny because like it's a Christian song.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Like Christian Rock specifically. And like I-, I didn't tell anyone until like a bit after. And they all were like betrayed. I made them listen to Christian Rock. <laughs>
0: I actually, do remember listening to it and thinking that it sounded kind of like like it kind of had that feeling to it. I was like, Is this the, no, or no, not in a dream SMP, like animatic or animation, uh, certainly not. It has
5: had the line with Jesus Christ in it, but like the words, the word that's the thing about Half Alive in general is their word, their lyricism is so pretty, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're really good, yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, okay, two yeah. questions just popped into my head. I feel like, okay, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of all over the place with this interview. Like, I have not picked one topic and stuck to it, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. The topic is you, and that's that's good enough. Um. So, like, after, while watching this PMV, watching uh, Creatures, re- Creature, yeah. excuse me, I noticed that, like, you do a lot of really cool stuff with color design. So, like, do you have a... Mm-hmm. I have like anything in mind when you're specifically putting like scenes together with certain colors?
5: Um. Hmm. Well, I wanted well for a creature, I wanted like the different biomes to be apparent. Cuz like the first one happens in the end, right? The second in the Nether and the third in the Overworld. So I wanted like the main colors to then be purple, red and green. But like the ho- the whole thing throughout, I just wanted like a sort of what's it called whimsical no magic magical vibe like it starts to feel like a, like if, if you if you watch it it starts to feel like you're in another another place. I think whimsical so, is honestly a pretty good way to describe it. Yeah, it's sort of like vibrant and like um you know if you if you see it if you see it you won't immediately like look away. That's, like, the vibe I wanted.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I think you did that pretty well. I, like, I love the backgrounds in this. They are so pretty. Like, I can take... I saw someone in the comments say, you could take any scene from this entire PMV and it would make a, an incredible desktop wallpaper.
5: <laughs> I really like doing backgrounds. They're really fun.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you like about backgrounds?
5: Uh, not sure. It's, like, the, like you're able to convey like a sense of space like i do this a lot with my drawings with my environmental art where i draw something really big and then i put like a tiny human there and like i I swear it's it's not just because i wanted to tag it's fan art it's it's because like (laughs) if you put a tiny human there it helps convey like the sense of like how, how massive a place is compared to this mm-hmm. one small figure. It's like just that ability to like create something like, really massive and feel feel big. That's really fun. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, no, I totally get what you're going for. There's like there's a whole sense of like just something great, like bigger than you to explore in uh, in backgrounds yeah. like that. And I think you really nailed that feeling in creature a lot. Like this the world that you set up, like the way that you paint the mi- uh fill- oh, nice. The way that you paint Phil's Minecraft world in this is just so uh, it makes me want to go and watch his entire hardcore series just to see like the you builds have- you've
2: put in here.
5: Oh, his builds that that's the thing, right? This whole this whole PME is sort of like a, like just a you No, know, it's like it's it's dedicated to his world because it's so pretty, especially with shaders, like when he turns on the shaders. It's, it's like a whole other thing. It's so great.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I ought to
5: go watch it, honestly.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: So now
0: I kind of want to ask, how would you describe your own, like, your style of art
5: and animation
0: and how it differs from other people's?
5: Oh, boy. There's questions. <laughs> um, like, art style-wise, I've been told it's semi-realistic. But I kinda just I don't jump per se, but I do sort of like the waver on that line. Sometimes I'll draw more uh more simplified stylized uh, drawings and other times it'll be more realistic. It kinda just depends on like the mood of the the mood of the drawing, which will suit it better. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no no, I totally get what you're saying.
5: Part of the question was like how it differs from others, right? Yeah, yeah. How oh, does it differ from others? It doesn't much differ as like it just has a- I've been told it has like a, a feeling to it. But also <laughs> I guess in like this fandom specifically the, um, it focuses more on character art than it does like uh environmental art. There is- there's a lot of those. But not as much, um, so that helps mine like garner attention because people like seeing pretty buildings, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. There's a lot more like, yeah, the Dream SMP is a lot more character focused and environment focused when compared to a lot of other stuff, especially it. Yeah, I actually I never thought about that, but you're right. Character.
5: It's it's really good. The Dream SMP is really good with character design.
2: Mm-hmm. Highly agreed. Okay.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right. I've I've seen someone say this about the Dream SMP. If you want to improve really quickly, just join the Dream SMP fandom because with like the large cast of characters as well as like the variety in designs, in skin designs, but also like how, how like sort of simplify simplified it is. You're going to have to be able to like take that. Skin That Minecraft skin, and then make like a whole character design out of it. It's like really good for, for practice.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I guess I could see how that would work. Oh, one thing I did want to ask about I noticed that you're like, you're really, it seems to me like you're really building a brand for yourself, especially through your YouTube channel. Uh, and like, you even have merch going out, which by the way is very nice looking. I might get some for myself. Yo, <laughs>
2: thank you. <laughs>
0: Um, I want to ask, like, what's the what is your plan for the future of your YouTube channel? Like, are you going to stick to Dream SMP stuff? Are you going to stick to being like uh f- like art and animation focused? What's uh what's the what's the plan for you in the future?
5: I'll definitely be art focused. I'm not sure if it's Dream SMP because it's just whatever I'm interested at the moment. Like, if you scroll down my videos, um, I started out the channel with Penumbra. With the Penumbra Podcast, which is a mm-hmm. podcast I was very interested in and draw for. Then I got into the Dream S P. So it's just mainly whatever has my interest, I guess. Uh, the whole branding thing was kind of an accident. I didn't really intend to like make a brand. My whole thing was like my lack of brand, actually. Really? Like in- in every social media platform, I had a different name. <laughs> it was a, it was a thing. People make fun of me for it. A lot of people call me like nameless because of that.
0: Um, the nameless one.
5: Like my own channel, and no, not my own channel, my current channel. It used to be called the channel without a name, which was a reference to Penumbra. My Twitter was WolfieTheWitch. the Witch. My Tumblr was something I'm not gonna say because if I say it out loud, it sounds cringe, but I, I changed it after a while. But like, my whole thing was just my differing names and how no one could keep track of it.
0: Wait, 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 wait. what was, but I th- what was your Tumblr?
5: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying
0: it. <laughs> come on. What, what was your Tumblr? What was your Tumblr, Wolfie?
5: Uh, if, I, if I told you, I'd have to kill you.
0: Okay. Here, look, look. I'll uh, I'll I'll mute us both on this on the podcast, and you can just tell me, and I'll bleep. I'll actually bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. All right. All right. Go.
5: Um. Eight. like
0: oh, Okay. Wait. Do you actually want me to bleep that out?
5: Yes. Bleep it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. Oh wow. Chat. You won't believe what chat <laughs> viewers. You won't believe what they just told me. Oh my gosh. It's insane. <laughs>
2: It's not that weird.
5: <laughs> I mean, my own followers are probably now. So, like, they also make me for that. So I, my relationship with my followers is very parasocial. It's very nice. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the branding was, like, an accident. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually really surprised how I got this far without knowing anything about the algorithm.
0: I mean, that's what the Dream SMP does to people.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's like that's a whole thing about Dream SMP. Like, it, it sort of like jump started this, this, this uh
0: snowball thing. Yeah, it's a really cool fandom in that aspect.
5: Yeah, it's really, it's really good for uh, it helps kick, it, it helps it start like a lot of artists and their uh, what do you call that? I don't want to say clout, blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. that the Dream SMP helps like. Dream S&B has helped a lot of people. I think it's honestly, it's just really cool that there's something that that's this big that so many people can like use to actually get their art out there and get themselves noticed while still having like a, a medium, like a, something to base yeah, that their yeah. art comes from that they can like adapt so much to their own style.
5: Yeah, and since the creators are also branching out with like variety things like vlogs and whatnot, it's also like it's not one. Sort of like driven thing. You're allowed to like branch out. You're allowed to just draw the CCs if you want, or and you know with like with Wilbur's band, with Lovejoy. um, A lot of people have been creating fan art for the band itself, which is also a cool thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you could be a huge fan of Lovejoy, like a huge an artist who's a huge fan of Lovejoy, and like the Dream SMP fandom would like help you get off the ground, even like if you don't know what the Dream SMP is. Just because Boba is in it. A
5: lot, of times. a lot of people, a lot of people draw like characters like just for like the exposure of it, which is which isn't a bad thing. It's like a good, thing. and like all the fans are just like you know happy that there's fan art of this character. It's like a win-win.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I've also seen people like who started Dream SMP stuff and have branched out and like are still doing fine even without it,
5: which is nice. Yeah, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, just, I just find it really funny that, like, I'm sitting here in, like, a bunk bed.
0: <laughs> Wait, bunk bed cast yes. reference? Let's go. Hey. <laughs> Hell
5: yeah.
0: No, that's completely fine. I'm happy that you are in a comfortable place.
5: Also, I'd like you to know that, like, from afar, your profile, your profile picture looks like Barney.
0: It looks like Barney?
5: Yeah, the dinosaur.
0: Let me scoot to the back of my room
5: real quick, please. It's a completely random thought, the way. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh!
0: Shoot, you're right! The colors are the same!
5: Oh my gosh! That's so cursed! I've been thinking about it this entire time. (laughs) Every time I go quiet, it's because I go Huh. Looks like Barney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I would say you've kind of already done this, but are you planning to make like a career for yourself out of, a, out of your YouTube channel and out of your art in general using YouTube as a platform? And like Twitch and Twitter and all this?
5: It's like this whole thing started as like a hobby. It kind of still is. Like, it'd be really cool if I could, you know, make it into a career. It's just. Uh, with how unstable the internet is, I'd probably sort of like find the proper, not, not proper, it, it still counts as a job. I, I'd still find like a job somewhere and then maybe keep it as like a side thing in case either falls through. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to have a backup plan. Yeah. But like, you know, if, if it's possible, I'd probably do. Okay,
0: okay, cool. And I just have one last question for you, Wolfie. This is something I ask of every guest I have on. Do you have any advice for any creators who are listening, whether they be specifically animators and, uh, or, or artists, or like just anybody who creates stuff in general? Haha, <laughs> title drop.
5: Okay, how do I say this without, without it sounding bad? <laughs> Cloud Chase. Okay, okay, not Cloud. Not, not, okay. <laughs> uh... This it was completely by accident, but the re- reason the dream has right? The thing about the thing about um popular fandoms or whatever is if it's big, you will garner attention. Whatever it is. so if you have the opportunity to, and if if you're interested in it, you know, like if, if it's something that make you happen, like you don't you don't draw something just just because it gets you likes on Twitter, that's not going to lead to a very happy art journey. Like, unless you absolutely need to, like, it's an essential thing for, like, finances or whatever, just draw what makes you happy, right? But also, like, if you see an opportunity, like, uh, like, a, like another artist wanting to collab, or, or like, a, a Zion or a Bang or whatever, if there's an opportunity to, to do something, whether it's big or small, if it catches your eye and you have like the energy to do it, then like, just, just do it. Try new things, network with people. Cause having good art or content or whatever is, it's important because that's like the whole basis of your platform, but it's also good to like reach out to other people and make connections. Not, you don't really have to study the algorithm. You can, if you want just know the basic the basic times to post that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, as artists, you know, it's, it's really good to have, like, artist mutuals or content creator friends, whatever this, whatever you know, because there's, like, a sense of, there's a sense of, like, camaraderie there, but also just connections in general is really important for growing your platform.
0: Yeah, I could not agree more.
5: Yeah, also, like, you know, when we go to, so, like, the, 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 the cheesy part, bitches, Believe in yourself. <laughs> you just don't don't stop creating content. Even if, flops, if it flops, even even if like no one sees it, as long as you enjoy it, just keep doing it. And like, um, it's not, I mean, someday you're gonna you're gonna have to catch your big break. It's not gonna be like a, a slop forever.
0: Gotta keep trying, or you're never gonna get your chance. Yeah. Yeah.
5: All right. Okay. Well, that's some
0: great advice. And one thing I I very highly agree with, especially since I run a podcast that like literally uh it's pretty much <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys this podcast is kind of like uh the best thing in the world for making connections ever because it literally requires me to meet meet people who are far bigger than i but yeah yeah um,
5: yeah so that's an idea
0: yeah like uh i i don't i don't think i should give any specifics yet but i will say having connections like in this sphere in uh in content creation in general is just so so vital and so helpful like um well, I'm not gonna go into specifics. Oh. Maybe I'll talk more about that any time, but I shouldn't say anything yet.
2: <laughs> but yeah,
0: uh, also, I, I will say, I think it's also a good idea to try to not just, like, connect with other artists. I don't usually give my own advice on this, but you kind of, like, uh, made me want to say something. Don't just, like, connect with the people who do the same exact thing you do. Connect with people outside your sphere, too, because you never know where opportunities are going to come up. But, uh, oh,
5: yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have, I have friends who are like artists, writers, photographers, streamers.
0: Connections are everything, people. And don't be afraid to use them either. Just like, yeah. don't be an ass about it.
5: Yeah, you know, just, uh, you know, like connections are great. Don't, don't spam someone's inbox asking. You no, know, there's, there's a difference. Like, don't be a prick. <laughs> yeah, don't be a prick. There you go. I like a bunch of people messaging my friends to DM me and like, "Guys, if you do that, I'm just not going to answer you. That's, that's, like a, that's just rude to both my, me and my friend. Mhm:. Mm-hmm. Right. You're free to reach out to people, but like, you know the spam their DMs ask, just because you want exposure, no, one's gonna, no one wants to befriend someone like that.
0: Oh yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Your intention is very, very important when you're contacting someone. Like most creators, uh something I've especially learned through this podcast, uh most creators, like if they think you're doing something cool and like you're asking them to be a part of it in like a cool way, they're gonna say yes, like and they're probably going to they'll say yes if they think it's cool and they wanna be a part of it. They don't care like how many subscribers you have or anything like that, usually. Like uh um- like obviously I didn't ask Wolfie the Witch to be on my podcast here and tell them, "Hey, if you come on my podcast, you're going to get so many fans." You know? <laughs> but uh yeah, that's also another thing yeah. like that I didn't expect that first honestly, but
5: Yeah. It just sounded like I was like, "Oh, okay."
0: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that immensely. has it, it has been a, it has been a pleasure to interview you. And uh that like well, that ending advice section got like, went all around the block uh, as far as uh, advice on uh, connections and networking in this space, but that's okay. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Wolfie the Much. I think that's where we'll end for today. Uh, do you have any, fi- any last words for our
2: audience?
5: Uh, my brain's just completely blank right now. Just, just do what you enjoy, honestly doesn't doesn't matter too much at the end of the day if you enjoy doing it then you're going to have fun doing it regardless of, regardless of like attention like it's good uh, internet validation but like what matters more is like if you enjoy doing that specific thing then you're going to you're you're going to have fun it's it's real. but yeah thanks thanks for having me
2: Yeah of
0: course Hell oh, yeah uh thank you guys all so much for 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 watching this is the first part why am i thanking you already enjoy the next guest that's a transition bye everybody hey thanks so much for watching the i don't even know what ep- what like episode this is anymore honestly 10 11 i i honestly don't even know at the time of recording this conclusion i'm still in like the nice podcast room so that's why my audio quality is still nice Hopefully, I'll be recording a lot of podcasts in here in the future, but okay, that won't be the case for everyone because this is only open on, like, weekdays from 9 to 5, and a lot of the people who I interview have work uh, on weekdays from 9 to 5 or school on weekdays from around that time, you know? But I'll use it as much as I can. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to the episode. This is usually streamed live on twitch.tv. Though these episodes, these uh, these interviews, rather, were not. Uh, but you can check out twitch.tv slash Link is in the description. I highly recommend you follow me there because I will be doing a lot of extra stuff with a lot of the people in this episode, including playing Gardic Phone with them, uh, as I already have played Gardic Phone with some of them, actually. So follow me there if you want to see that live and uh, maybe even see an edited version on the YouTube channel. We'll see. That's why you should subscribe and like and comment because it really helps with the algorithm. Seriously, even if you have nothing to say in the comments, do it anyways because it really, really helps me. More than i could describe and also i'm thinking i'm gonna actually start reading comments out like uh, uh just more questions if you ask a question in the comments i will read it out at the end i'm i'm considering doing that so if you have a question for me then just leave it in the comments and i will answer it at the conclusion next time but yeah or if you just have something you want me to read just put like read this in your comment or something and i will i will read it but uh yeah If you'd like to support the Create Stuff Podcast more than you already are just by hitting the like button, subscribing, and commenting, you can also check me out on Patreon. Just a dollar a month seriously helps me so much. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to give a quick shout out to all my patrons and my subscribers on Twitch as well because they are very, very cool. For Patreon, thank you so much for my one patron, Sam. I appreciate you so much. Your support is always so greatly appreciated. And thank you also so much to all of my subscribers on Twitch. Some of these people uh, were gifted subs rather than like bought them themselves, which is still really cool. And I'm still going to thank you in any ways. So if you hear your name here and you don't remember subscribing to me, that's because you were gifted a sub. So thank you so much. It's What's Up MKJ, Flaming Raven, Issa Michelle, Bella Basura, Janie, Ah uh, why uh, also Nate, thank you, Sam once again, and yeah. Thank you guys all so much i appreciate your support a lot it's what keeps this thing running and i do need money to actually keep my uh i have like uh for the podcast to upload it on apple Podcasts and spotify i have to buy an rss feed which costs me 13 dollars a month it's not a lot but thanks to you guys support uh that pays for itself and i seriously appreciate that a ton so yeah and one last thing i'll go ahead and shout out three things that some of my friends are doing that i think are cool The first thing I want to shout out real quick is my friend Professor Viwal, the fourth person I interviewed on the podcast, go check out that episode, recently uploaded his video, How Psychopaths Teaches Us About Law, a really, really cool video essay on, well, Psychopaths and how it teaches us about law, and it is really, really well made, really well edited, and just so, like, it's just such a good video, you guys should really go check it out, link is in the description. The second thing, my good friend, What's Up MKJ, just recently released his song, from 10 and it is really really cool link is also in the description. It seriously deserves some more love it is a, a reviver uh, focused song and Like MKJ is just so so talented really they so deserve your support And the last one I've mentioned them before but my friend Trashy Inferno recently released a song hymn to Le Manberg which features a bunch of my friends from uh, Le Manberg the musical and it is so so good. I highly highly recommend you check it out link is in the description Thank you guys all so much for coming to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.